Hey, slip, slide, trying to provide for me. For me. For me. Find me somewhere out in London, you know that's the hideaway. I need some head and some more support from you right away. Since I've been making donations to you like you night away, you know I do. Stories you told me about him, I can see that it's night and day. You told me the truth. Walking from here to my bedroom and feel like it's miles away. Too many and I'm still hard, buddy. I don't feel nobody. And I'm with some writing on my friendship. Solid, I get big deposits on my whips exotic. Living the engine, yeah. city dependent. I gotta finish it, I want opinions. Yeah. She wanted things, yeah. She wanna ring us some sort of arrangement. Yeah. Something that's dangerous. I wanna change it, I wanna claim it. Yeah. I want it painted. Yeah. She quick to say no, cause she knows she a diamond. Yeah. She getting quiet. Yeah. She on the diet, she want a massage, yeah. Tryna get in a mix, Bank account never diminishing, yeah. Niggas are changing their images, yeah. Niggas act hard, they innocent, yeah. Hop in the tank and move militant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find me somewhere out in London, you know that's the hideaway. I need some head and some more support from you right away. Since I've been making donations to you like you night away, you know I do. Stories you told me about him, I can see that it's night and day. You told me the truth. Walking from here to my bedroom and feel like it's miles away. There's too many rooms. And I'm still hard, buddy. I don't feel nobody. And I'm with some writing on my friendships. Solid, I get big deposits on my whips. Exotic, drunk on the end. I'm on a mission. The bank goes to 50, I'm out your division. I got him excited. No, it's been a little minute, I love her delighted Made her love of a crown, huh, and he sucker despite it The touch is the Midas She say, fuck me and come, I just do it, I love her, but Nike Order the ginger for you and your friends Trophy, you running that big by the bins Got a little bit that came up from nothing We shopping in London, they doing it big Man, they proper, but we out in public I know we the topic for you and your kids Last Monopoly gon' blow, not an option If they could've stopped it, they would've been dead They would've been dead She could be the wig don't play with my hands, you test my emotions Don't be testing my phone every day, I'ma leave it on red Don't dig in and stroke it My new bitch pussy wet like an ocean, I need a new spread The solid one chosen I'm gon' wanna stay focused, I can't let them put me on edge yeah, put me on edge I just bust out my wrist and this rose go in and say edge I just put point on the I just counted to me and all cash and got hit from the feds Yeah, I just told them if we played, then we stopped in the growth for they dreads I just had talk with the pyramid Push that I'm never gon' drive them to shit Build a panoramic door we got foes and dust toast on the big dog on my coast. Like Roman is with the scopes. Ain't telling this bitch my goal. Had a living at the Montrose. I'm a peep, but a player, not poke. Yeah, I've been thinking about selling my soul. Take me out of the country and drop me in apartments. You won't see me cry. I just put macaroni cheese in my pocket and it came with the size. I just put 20 mil inside of extra. I don't give a fuck about your life. You had a buzz, but that shit was too little. I promise you never was high. Make them bad, so...
I be with the boys and they all wanna watch. Shawty want me, look me in the eye. I tell her the truth, she don't wanna reply. I pop out, I think she want me on the side. Shawty, she shake like it came with the fries. I cannot fake it, can't be in disguise. I be ungrateful, my team, my ties. Niggas be fake, boy, don't lie. Boy, don't lie. I just be posted, but don't wanna lie. I say it's showing, ain't going inside. Tomorrow we rolling, I'm over the gas. Spinning the block for G, y'all don't want ties. I ain't gon' stop till we all can be tied. Be on the block, better bump in the fire. Niggas be fake, boy, don't lie. I tell you, showing the going inside. Tomorrow we going, I'm here with the gas. Nigga be fake, boy don't lie, ayy. Boy don't lie, ayy. Boy don't lie, boy don't lie, boy don't lie. Cause we possible, boy don't lie, ayy. Welcome back to another episode of Boys on Ladder Podcast. My name is Ashe Sanchez with Smart Sanchez and Owen Burke here. Episode 10. 10. Turn, oh, I'd say 9. Turn me up, man. Well, we went 10 consistent. That's crazy. Thank we you. almost skipped a week. Never. We almost skipped two, kind of. Yeah. But Thank you for all the support through all these weeks coming in, coming out, listening. If you've listened to every episode, you know, Intro to outro, we appreciate you. I messed with you heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, if you're just clicking in, get a couple 30 minutes, the, whatever, it don't matter. We I just, look into the analytics, and like a lot of people do, like they listen for like the first 30 minutes or like the first hour, and then they come back and listen to the other part. Of yeah, it's like that's completely understandable. It's a two hour show. Sometimes, I mean, we went two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Not a lot of people have time that to one sit didn't down. Get, that one didn't get aired, though. That was the one. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's the one that corrupted. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we've hit 2.30 before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, yeah. But... I, most people just don't have time to sit down and listen to it all in one sitting. So, but if you listen also, to like, it, the music in the beginning, too, kind of, like... Yeah. If you, yeah. if you listen to every second of every episode, whether it was all in one sitting or if you had to break it up throughout the week, Doesn't for real, matter. for regardless, yeah, you finish the whole thing, you're on another level to me. Just thank you from all of us at BDO. Yes. And we got a lot of stuff coming in today, so let's go ahead and get right up into it. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It's about time. We're not pushing it back no more. No more pushbacks. I got to give it to y'all for the 10th episode. No more delays. Sometimes. Soon, soon, soon. But, all right, so BDO, we got a lot to talk about today. We'll get into some other stuff later. We'll talk about DMX past him, RIP. We'll also talk about like some fan questions later. Mm-hmm. For the last hour, though, the format's going to change. So our main topic, which was today's the goat show, uh, we're going to talk about the goats. I'm going to set a timer. So if you do hear the timer, that's just so we don't go over that. We we're going to go a clean 15 for every single topic. Right. So we're going to do the goat of rap first, the goat of R&B. We're going to go goat of quarterbacks. Okay. Yeah, and then a goat of uh, basketball. Yeah, I wanted to do f- I want to do a football related one, and I think that's probably the most popular one. Yeah. So there's both quarterbacks of NFL and college. You want to do? Yeah. If we have time for both, we would. I met pros, but we, if we got time, we'll talk about college too. It's Tim sure. Tebow, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's like he just had to throw that in. That's yeah, Shay's like well, that's, that's the it. end of the debate right there. Yeah, he's like it's a quick decision because there's only one answer. He's <laughs> like it's Tim Tebow. So moving on. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot to talk about. 
Also, appreciate you guys. Appreciate um, my stepdad. My stepdad said he's been listening to the show. He listens to the show um, every single day, but he'll listen to it like twice throughout the day mm-hmm. to just catch up. And he also gives me a lot of stuff that we can fix or I can fix and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's also listening to me for the like the major companies or Any like feedback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mr. Gene. Any feedback is Love appreciated at all times, regardless of who it comes from. Like, I mean, if you got to be an asshole about it, you got to be an asshole about it. This is what it is. If you want to. Nah, hey, don't come at me with no violence. Yeah, you're you going to get that energy reciprocated you back. Can, you can come at me like that. Yeah. Just expect me to, Unless to, you're OG, to, to take, the, to take the criticism and then deflect no. the negativity because I don't believe in my life. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to say, like, my stepdad and my, my dad and them, like, I could take it to a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, anybody else. Ain't no stranger friend talking me crazy. And I'm just going to put it like that, my boy. So let's get into it today. <laughs> All right, man. So the first one today is, who is the GOAT of rap? And let me let me set this up. 15 minutes starting now. Let's go. <sighs> who's going to go first? You want, you want me to go first? Because okay. I already know what I'm going to say. But. Um, I think... Actually, let's just split it up. First, we're going to go GOAT of trap rap. Ooh, then I don't want to go first. <laughs> I'll let first. Sam go first on that one. Mm. That's off the dome. That's tough. It is tough. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, you're looking for like, oh, I'm building a label. This is the person I want to start my label with. No, just rapping, trap rap in general. Mm-hmm. Just the whole itself, just trap rap. Mm. That's tough. Who would you put in the conversation? At least give us, give us, like they all be from Atlanta. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, butt. you got Gucci. Gucci, T.I. I wouldn't put Jeezy in that. Nah, because he's making more hustle music. And there's, yeah. a, there's a clear difference for those that don't understand. But not even that. Like, I just don't think he solidified himself. And plus, when him and Gucci got into that beef, it kind of, like, steered him off. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. Gucci, T.I. People would try and argue with Thug. I could see that. People would try and argue. Um, honestly, people could probably try and argue Future. I yeah, that's. That. I mean, honestly, I, I, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I, I mean, would be mad. one of those people. But I think, uh, I think Ti and and uh, Gucci and Gucci have the strongest arguments. But I definitely think Thug and Future Trap are rap. there. Uh, and then I'd give. I I put him in the convo. That's like what I'm I was saying. earlier. Like yeah. I wouldn't pick him, but I put him in a convo. I'd put Juicy J in that convo because yeah. I feel like Juicy has like and the thing about, impact on that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. The thing about Thug and Future is they're nowhere near done yet either. So they That's can real. keep expanding yeah. their portfolio. Yeah. Like people really stuff don't too, understand so. how young they are. It's it's really tough to. Mario said that yesterday about um, I think Thug. he said about Thug. Yeah, because music is such a like music doesn't end. Yeah, you know like sports, I could pick a decade or an era, but like. And music, you have longer careers than anything else, too. Yeah. So, like, it's really tough to try to pick it because you have a lot of guys that are still doing it yes. to this day. Like, entertainment in general. Yeah. And you want to talk about Goats of Rap, and once we get there, like, I don't think Drake's there yet, but I think eventually we're going to have to. I mean, he's obviously going to be in the conversation. I think he's yeah, probably in the conversation like, now, but yeah. in the combo, not there yet. Yeah. You know? But also, he's got, like, 10 to 20 years of music left in him, if not more. more. Yeah. If not more, yeah. It's just crazy. So... <laughs> Longevity, bro. I would um, probably put Ti as my go to trap bro. I feel like he pioneered that sound and kind of got it started. So I mean, you can't go wrong with the original type. Yeah, know? that's real. I mean, that's that's obviously what I'm going to say. So yeah. Um, also, he don't get his credit most of the time. 
So yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, I, mean I, could, I could understand where y'all coming from. I'm probably gonna be zoning in this. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say personally, I'm gonna say Gucci Mane for the simple fact not, that I mean, you're not, the, you're, you're not wrong. wrong. Yeah, no, no, for the simple fact that he calls himself, he's self entitled himself, the trap godfather of the trap, whatever you want to call it, whichever yeah. way you want to go. But just the the sequence of events that led him to get to that point. I mean, we seen, well, I'm not gonna say we seen, but. I seen the role, you know, oh, this is Gucci Mane, this is Gucci Mane LaFleur, this is burp, all that good shit, and then change, changing, transforming himself into an artist, dipping and dabbling with people like Bruno Mars. Nobody thought that was going to come in a thousand years, and that song and with him and Kodak and Bruno went crazy. And even when and it, then, if it did happen, nobody thought it was going to bang away. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Like, getting to, uh, uh, you know, collabs that you made with, uh, you know, he did collab takes with Chief Keef, one arguably one of the most evolutionary artists of our time, of our generation. And it was like, he did multiple of that series and it did numbers on that. And then you got to go into it with he did, you know, making uh, that connection with Young Thug. And then it just, it's just, it's just endless. Like, the it's just that, timeless, bro. Like, he just. The one that he did with uh, Chief Keef, that's the one that had Simi on him. Yeah. On it. Yeah. That was one. I mean, I don't disagree. It's just the fact that, like... Like I said, there's an argument to be had there. When you have this album, and you that's the name of your album, yeah. that's what you go to, right? Yeah, and also, uh, Rubber Band Man was one of the ones that yeah, I really like. I just feel like, when I was growing up, I seen him a lot more. Yeah. Um, I seen him putting on for the trap. And then he also had... Uh, that respect. Like Shotty Low. Mm-hmm. He had Shotty Low. He had a bunch of people coming up in that whole um, Grand Hustle game. He had uh, what's Buddy's name? I can't. For, I forget the name. Um, yeah, you lost me. Oh my goodness! It's, he like he used to always wear like Lacoste, or he would wear like a bunch of like white boy oh, fits. Yeah, and he'd like wear like some dope shoes or something like that. I forget his name. Oh my goodness, bro! Yeah, you didn't lost me. I know I that's totally. Oh, you might God. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, young Dro. Young Dro. Yeah. yeah. Young Dro. <laughs> wow. She, young Dro had. Yeah. 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 He was that. He I went to. Like, you go to. So if you go to Atlanta, honestly, bro, if you end up coming with us to Atlanta, which I'm pretty sure you oh, are, I am. I want to take you and Samari <laughs> to the Trap Museum. Bet. Like the Trap Museum is it's different. It's different it's an experience. Like everybody has to go. If you love rap music, you have to go. Yeah. Because you go in there and then you go see the trap grandma, quote unquote, that's what they call her. And then shout out to two chains. You come that. in there and you get like the the one section that's the biggest section of all of them is TIs. Yeah. You walk in there, you see his Grammy with Rihanna. Yeah. Then you see his guns that he had, all his suits, all his like memorabilia, all that's his albums, crazy. everything. That's like TIs TI has his own closet. Then you walk in, you see like young Dro. And all his like Lacoste shirts and his like vapes and stuff like that. Then you can see like uh, the Migos, like their mugshot pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. You see uh, the breaks of Gucci, I mean of Jeezy and the Snowman. You're spoiling it for me. Yeah. It's hard, bro. You see the Trap House, uh, 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 all pretty girls like trap music. Mm-hmm. The car that's in the front for two chains. Yeah. There. So yeah, it's it's really like that's it's tough. It's an experience for sure. But yeah, you gotta see that. But uh we'll switch you back to music with the last eight minutes that we do have. We're gonna go the goat of rap. Straight rap. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Let's let's narrow it down to some. Yeah, I say the only people that should be even considered in that, Jay Z, Drake. Mm, who else am I putting that? Debatably, Kanye. Yeah, no. In the conversation, um, who else am I putting that? Uh, Nas, and I don't know. I mean, people really try to put him in that go debate. Put, I, I wouldn't deny it. You put yeah. Kendrick. You put okay. I, I take I take Nas out for Kendrick. You put Biggie or Tupac in that list at all? Uh, yeah, I would personally. Yeah. I would lyrically. No, not even just lyrically. I mean, like, I thought so, so like so. What I would say yeah. for Tupac is Tupac was also more of an he's an activist. Yeah, with, within his music. So what, what what comes into that is Tupac was trying to change the world by music as well, but like. Music was also just like a thing that he was doing on the side. Like yeah. being an activist was the biggest thing in the beginning of his career, and then he got into like with Suge Knight and shit, and that just changed, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll put Tupac in that debate. Just so like, I feel like that. I feel like he's such a what if story because like his career wasn't that long. Like I feel like if he no, yeah. but that's the thing. Like look at the impact that he has he's in those five. That's what I'm saying so, like, for sure. Tupac. Tupac. Uh, I definitely like regardless whether what conversation you want to put him in. To me, he's got to be one of the bigger what ifs because his career was what five, six years long. I mean, music speaking, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, in that time, he did a lot though. Hundred percent, yeah. Music writing. I mean, his this and his the, main thing he did was poetry. I gotta change it because so, the criteria then is different. way different to yeah. twenty twenty. Like now, you can get a bag and like. You're already thinking about becoming an actor. You're already thinking about becoming and doing so many different videos. Well, that's what then it is, yeah. you getting your money. You just trying to be flashy, but like I'm, he was trying to be flashy, but also be an activist for black people. I'm a, so. I'm gonna put Eminem in that list because I feel like he has to be talked about. I mean, he's Commerci- debatable. commercially, I don't think there's a doubt. Like the numbers oh, yeah, that he was sure. doing in 03 and 05, and he's talked about it before. Like he's like, if I if I was black, I would have sold half. Like he literally has that in a song. He's I mean, like, even he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like, if I was, if I wasn't white, I was like, he's like, I would not be doing numbers the way I am. So mm-hmm. like, you have to put the asterisk next to his name, but like, you got to give the man his credit. That man sold records. I mean, throw that Especially to the that. side. Like his pen is just unmatched. I mean, yeah, people can say what they want to say about him. At the end of the day, he's gonna give you thirty-seven bars, and you're gonna be like, what the fuck is it's, this? Like, wow. And that's what I was thinking about. Is not for me, but at the same time, I give him his props because. Yeah. As much as I don't say Russ is the player for me, I have to give him his props, you know? Yeah. So you look at somebody like him, it's the delivery, it's how you do it, it's the pitch that you do it, how you how you go about making your music videos. His music videos was crazy. He was shooting them on Cinematic, a fishing Cinematic. All in your face. And then he went to Rihanna, how he did it with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. So, like, Cinematic. I mean, I got to give it to him for what he had. I mean, it reminds me of eight mile. And I was like, as much as I don't like him, crime was nuts. And then like the wizard stuff, like the <laughs> stuff the last five years, we don't really talk about it. We're talking about the we're talking about the stuff in the red uniform. Oh so yeah, that's why yeah. him to me like that ninety eight to oh four stretch was also like insane. I like I I, I talk agree. bad about him, but I kind of like eight mile is one of my favorite movies ever. Bro. Yeah, I love eight mile. Yeah, Cinematic. so. Yeah, like he said, cinematic. It's an experience so. for sure. But I, I'd knock them all out. Like I just, and especially with the news that we're going to talk about later today with Dre. I mean, Jay Z and D, like he's yeah. just done so much for the black community. Yeah, he's done so much Grammy wise. He's done so much, like just just in general. Like you put Dr. Business, Dre. Like, yeah. you put Dr. Dre in this conversation? No, no, really, no. Mm. Fair enough. Sorry. Any reason why? Yeah, he's just rapping. 
I I just never looked at him as a rapper. When you look at Dr. Dre, what do you look at him as? Producer more yeah. than anything. I look at him for his headphones. Oh, well, no. I don't, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the, the first thing. thing. I, like, I don't yeah, doubt yeah, him as a yeah, rapper, yeah, though. Honestly. I don't doubt him as a rapper, though, because I've listened. I mean, you, I mean he, had the, he had the pain for it, but he t- invested and took his time and was like, you know what? I'm going to be the guy behind the scenes getting yeah, them because the credit. In I mean, the NWA, they were like, you make good beats. You be the beat guy. Literally. Yeah. Well, like, everybody had their role. Doesn't mean he's not a good-ass rapper. Though. I mean, because yeah. if we're going to keep But I'll be real with you. The, Ice Cube was better than him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. As, As a rapper, you yeah. know? <laughs> I'm not denying that. Cube was the, the best lyricist in the group. Yeah, 100%. Cube is, was, Easy, was, he was better. The, better. Was, was the face. Yeah, he just had a look. I just always felt bad, though, because I'm like, when they get out of it, like I don't, I feel like Dre surpassed Cube as a businessman, like a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like he That's gets more respect though. because be real, like when we were coming up, we all knew that Dre did something with music. Yeah. Coming up, we were like, oh, that's the guy from Are We There Yet? I didn't know that Ice Cube was a rapper, and so I was like. 12 or 13. I'm going to be real with you. Damn. I'm not going to lie. That's crazy. I didn't know he was a rapper. Yeah. I would always and then you're like, good oh. I would rap Good Day. I'd be like, who is this? They'd be like, Ice Cube. I'd be like, I don't know who the fuck that is. But yeah. hey, I like this song. People used to think that Ice Cube was Ice T. Bro, oh God. God. For real. It's oh one of the most vicious lyricists you've ever seen is that man Ice Cube. No Vaseline, bro. Still Confirm. one of the best diss tracks of all time. So yeah, we gotta talk about that today. Don't forget about that. Definitely talk about that later. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But um, I would. Uh, it's tough. And see, like, don't get me wrong. If we're talking about go to rap, I'm going Wayne. Yeah, I was going to I just didn't want to say him off the rip because I mean, it's just it's just one of those things you just okay, cool. I feel like you. I try to make the discussion more broad. And like I talked, he was a Martian. He was a goblin. He was different. And I told skater. And this is exactly pop star. And I told y'all like (laughs) when I when I was in sixth seventh grade listening to him, like he was at the top of the charts with like the Carter Three, Carter Four stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and listening to him heavy and everything he did with Eminem, like his ear for talent is something different too yeah so like i'm listening to all this stuff not even knowing about any of his mixtapes like yeah. no ceilings no ceilings too uh the one that just hit that 14 year anniversary this week that we just the, talked about earlier the drought yeah the drought three yes sir i had no no idea that any of that stuff was happening. all the sorry for the weights yeah, yeah so he's out here dominating the billboard charts with the carter three carter four and getting white but boys you have to go about it. in kansas to listen it's to hard him. to do he's got mixtapes that, that are also dominating the charts billboard yeah that's what i yeah. say. yeah 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 so that's what i'm saying so like to me that's that's why he elevated himself is because he had me thinking he was the greatest of all time and I didn't even listen to half of his best yeah, stuff. Yeah, his discography is different. That's the thing. From mixtape to album is definitely a different kind of way. I didn't hear yeah, any bro. of his mixtapes. Yeah, and I thought he was the best rapper of all time. And his mixtapes are probably better than his albums most of the time, anyways. So, that is definitely debatable. I yeah. definitely agree with that. <laughs> like, for sure. So, for sure. so I feel like that's why he's he's got to be. He only has best. one, two, three, four. Just because he did four so. Four Grammys. He just did so much different stuff. Like, yeah, well, he just dominated so many different charts so, and so many different aspects. I mean, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like. And then Jay Z has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. Mixtapes. 
No, all albums. That's great. Discography. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget about you can you can't, yeah. you can't the list goes on for his nominees. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. He's just a different kind He was of also on that point where it was like he got to that point where he was just that guy. Yeah. That dude. You know so I mean you can't go either way. But I feel well yeah. I mean so I mean we listed the names. You know yeah. it was in the conversation. It's a tough thing to nail down, especially in only a fifteen minute window. There's so much you have to look at. Yeah. Numbers, sure. lyrics, impact, for talent, producing, all of it comes into it. So. Yeah. Well, the next 15 is who we think the GOAT of R&B is. So uh, we're going to break this half and oh, half. Oh, yeah. That's different. Yeah, that's oh. different, different. But, that's different. Um, 15 oh, starts that, now. So who you got to think it is? Oh, there's, only, there's a couple names off top. You got you got, I mean, you can, it just depends on how you want to go. You want to go R&B, R&B, like straight R&B, or you want to go like, oh, you know, the the, the 2000s to R&B, the 2000 R&B. runs where it's like, oh, you got like B2K and boy bands and shit still was popular. But no boy bands, just singles. Just, just artists. Yeah, just artists. So you got Usher, you got- Chris Brown. Chris Brown. You got- Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. You, you got- count, You count Michael Jackson's R&B? No, he's no. popped. Pop. Yeah. Because he's just one of those generational talents. You got Beyonce, Beyonce, Winnie Houston, Stevie Wonder, Ray uh, Charles. Yeah, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, yeah. Yeah. Dang. There's a lot it's of It's such a broad topic. Well, that's bro. the thing, like, yeah, because it's another thing about music. Is see, I'll be forgetting, like, so. Um, stretch of time. Let's, let's, we're going to do, we're going to do eras. Yeah, I was going to so say, because this is the 90s. We're going to do 2000s, and we're going to do now. Yeah. 2010s and now. Okay, that's 90s, right. I'm probably going to go Luther Vandross. You probably won't know about it, so I won't actually. But uh, Luther Vandross was probably my, like that 80s and 90s, him and Marvin Gaye. Yeah, I was going to say Marvin Gaye for the 90s. Yeah, Marvin, Marvin Gaye is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Marvin sure. Gaye, I think, I believe he died. Or, nah, he died in the 80s, so uh, I'm probably going to. But his music Vandross. was timeless, though. You I mean, it's one of those R&B things like we see now, like you get those posthumous uh, uh, albums or whatever, and the, all the analytics go up. Yeah. He really started getting played through the 90s, for real, for real. They oh. didn't embrace him when he had at the time. Well, that's everybody. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was talking to him about earlier. I was like, they did. DMX's numbers went up after he died. Nobody cared about DMX while he was here. Let's be real. It's always he died and his numbers went up yeah, a thousand percent. R&B is such a so timeless thing that it's so tough to nail down even. And that's why I like it. Yeah. That's why I like it's it. So I, it's abstract, down, too, because you can get any kind of R&B you want. You want to nail down 90s, 2000s, and now you've got to talk about the founders of that way before the 90s, too. I like, mean, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's, that's, true. Like, that's true. Because that's tough. I mean, 90s. From mm, going, uh, I, I still know. There's a lot of people. I mean, because I, mean, I mean, 2000 and 2010 is debatable too. I, the only people I really would think of is y'all seen fucking Usher though. Yeah, you got Maxwell, and then Chris Brown came in the scene in 05 and he's been a trending topic since then. He's almost twenty years in the game, bro. Yeah, people fail to realize that he's at what 2005 to now is what sixteen years. Yeah, oh, it's fucking ridiculous, bro. Damn, but you got I forget about you got. We're not gonna do nineties. That's hard for me right now. It is hard. hard. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that for a bonus. Yeah, the old heads. Because I forget you get Tevin Coleman. Like you get Elder Barge. I was finna say Elder Barge, bro. Like you get there's so so many, many there's so many, but like a lot of those people were definitely like that's the thing I was saying. You got think about in the nineties the biggest thing was boy bands. 
Everybody wanted to be in a boy band. That's yeah. true. And Elder Barge was a boy band with family members. Like, Tony, Tony, Tony? Come on, bro. Like, there's so many boy bands. That was just, that was just the thing. This shit's sick. Okay. Um. All right, let's go. That's my favorite. My music back then was different, bro. But, all right. So, you go to 2000s. Like I said, 2000s, you're going to have Usher, Yonce, Chris Brown. In that order, literally. I mean, because Chris Brown was just starting to peak. Chris Brown took up, like, in the 2000s that's, to the 2010s. That's the issue. You know what I'm saying? He came in the scene in 2005, but he really didn't get recognition for what he did in 2008. Yeah. So, that's I'm going to be real. Issue, so, though. it's 2000 to, what, 2006, technically, I'd say, Usher. Yonce came on the scene in 2003. Went crazy, still going crazy, and then Chris Brown came in 2005, but he didn't really get recognized in 2008. So it's really just like six years apiece, per se. Yeah, if you want to look at it like from their peaking point, I mean, they really haven't peaked though. I mean, Usher peaked in a sense because he doesn't really make music like that no more. He's more of a businessman, you know what I'm saying, with his label and all that other stuff. But I mean, on a musical standpoint, Yonsei's still making great music. Put her sister on to make music. I really like personally for a long time. I really like Beyonce just for R and B, but like in music in general, I used to put up the debate. Like I like Solange music just because it's more Shanti, Anthony Hamilton. It's just a different Mary kind of Mary J. Blige. Yeah, yeah. Mary J. Blige is the it's name just, that came to my head. Yeah. Just but I mean she she was founded in the nineties though, yeah. so that's why I didn't even speak on two thousands. Yeah, Ashanti, I can see that though. She was Bobby Martin, Bobby Valentino. I forget about Bobby T Pain. No, honestly, I can make a strong case for Mary J. Blige. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. I can make a very strong case for Mary J. Blige because she's she's that everywhere. Yeah, literally samples. The influence. Like, it's the influence. Good sleep. The yeah. voice is just so strong. Faith Evans, bro, come on. Yeah, but Faith Evans is more nineties. Yeah, yeah. But I, as that's real. Um, I'm probably Monica. <sighs> Jasmine Sullivan. Monica was. That's this from tens to now. Yeah. I mean, technically, she was a little bit older than like young. Like it was like two thousand for two thousands. I'll go. I go Beyonce because I just don't think nobody was doing what she was doing. Like Beyonce was on a tear, bro. Two thousands. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Beyonce was on Fair a tear, enough. bro. But Mel, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Usher or Usher or. Mario, it's, yeah, it's tough to put Chris because Mario. I would put my Mario in that shit too, but mm, no, he no. had a a crazy little. It's it's tough to put Chris Brown in there just because like we're talking about the two thousands. That's a ten year stretch. He didn't he didn't hit the game till five years into that stretch. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't hit his stride and get his recognition until eight years into that. Yeah, so it's hard to pick that guy's like. As the guy, when you're getting into the game a little bit later on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, because like you get 2005, and it's just like Chris Brown was setting himself up. Yeah, like, go go to his music. So I would pick 2010s to now. I pick Chris Brown. Yeah, because when was Chris Brown's step title? Was this? It was 2005, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Dang, bro. Well, because that's the same thing. Crazy. Like, like you got to think. So, say Tom Brady goes, wins another Super Bowl this year in Tampa Bay in 2022, and then retires. When we talk about the greatest QBs. Of the 2020s, despite him winning two rings, I can't qualify him because he wasn't yeah, in it the yeah. other eight years. Oh, five. 
I didn't remember that because he dropped a mixtape. Mm-hmm. It was the same song, different edited versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same song, acapella. Then you gotta think about it. so. I mean, yeah, because you go 2005, you go 2007. Now, when he got the exclusive, that's I think that's where I had Kiss Kiss and stuff. Yep. Like, yep. So then, yeah, because right when he, right when he got to there, oh, hey, bro. he hit ten, and Chris Brown just took, took off because he yeah. hit graffiti. He had fame, fortune. Then he went in and he did X. Then he did the Fan of Fan with Tyga. Like, that's when he was just going. But then I think he got to 2015 and he got royalty. And that's why I think people started to, like, cool off of him a little bit. And I kind of feel bad because, like, he's the goat of our generation. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah. But it just I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves because he's been doing these albums that are, like, 42 songs long. Yeah. And bro, I'm gonna be real with you. If you go on through these albums, bro, and you listen to it, 35 out of those 42 are really good. Yeah, but people don't understand what music is anymore. Everybody that's why wants to I out their fingertips, like but don't listen to it. So that's me. I am the mainstream. Like, if you want the mainstream opinion, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. And that 42 track album is exactly like I didn't listen. Because like, there's listen to TikTok now. Of you can go watch a TikTok and watch everything in a minute. Nobody's going to that. If you the attention span, that's what it is. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, if you truly love music, then you're gonna be there, like y'all are. Like, the 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 attention span of our generation. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say if you really love music. It's it really it's not if if you love music. It's if you're gonna sit there and listen to it because you want to listen to it. Yeah, like because there's a bunch of people in the world. I'm telling you, there'd be a bunch of people in this world. Jay Z loves music. Chris Brown loves music. Drake loves music. Ebro loves music. Charlemagne loves music. Are you going to sit down and listen to all 42 tracks, though? That's the thing. Yeah. It took me... It took me four days to listen to that shit cover to cover. Twice. That's and then you got... Days. You got... You got yeah. 13... Like, I, 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 will, I will tell you this. Heartbreak on the Full Moon. It came out when we were in college. I listened to that whole thing. Is that the 42-track one? Yeah. No, yeah. Indigo was 42 yeah. tracks. This one was 45. Yeah. So yeah. so they're both 40 tracks. Yeah. yeah. The second, to me, the second you pass 20, now you're entering the song where I'm like, I don't know if I can listen to this cover to cover. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know if there's any artists, 20 songs. Well, it's also because for me, like, you know how I am. Like, if I listen to an album... And I really love the second song. I'm not finna listen to the rest of the album for another week. That's how I did with Pushaisi's recent album. That's how I was with Nav's recent album. That's how I was with Amine's last album. That's valid. All three That's of valid. them. The second track to me caught me, and I was like, "Well, I'll listen to the rest of that later because I'm finna listen to this song on repeat for the next week." Yeah, that's how I was with Woodlawn, Friends and Family, and Back in Blood. All three of them. And you go like, but like the thing about Chris Brown though, he's gonna have a Garrett. He's gonna because what he's gonna do is. He's going to have a guaranteed summer smash every single summer. So the summer before last was uh, the one with the wet, wet. It was the one with uh, Yo Gotti and stuff, and they had the remix. Then the one before that was No Guidance. Then last year was the one Go Crazy with with, uh, Young Thug. You can go nowhere in Georgia without hearing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that song with Tiger, because they had to put out the. Nah, he had had liquor. Yeah, and he had There's that. Oh no, no, no! He had that. Uh, he had put Usher on the remix of the New Flame. That's what it was. That was 2015. No, that was that was, that was 2015. No, Zuby's definitely in Georgia. That was 2016. That was 2015. I'm getting old. 
Michael. Oh, that was 2016 summer. You put the remix out though. 2011, he had this. Don't play my song now. Come on now. We on the air, bro. That's Can the we, only. We Mike spike that bitch. We talking about sixth grade. That is the only song I listened to that entire year. You yeah. can ask any one of my friends. Everybody, friends, bro. bro. In sixth grade, that like I was fucking old, motto. Dude. Like, oh god, the memories, memories associated with those two songs is insane. But no, for real, for real though, there's a bunch of people in that in the 2000 generation you could really say. But there's not a lot that's going to be like at that top tier. We already said top tier, so I mean, I'm just thinking about the okay. artists that's in that. I got some for you. Next ten years, 2023, we got. We don't. We don't know who's going to be discovered yet. Fair enough. If you had to pick people that are in right now, Blast. Like that have came up the last three years, Blast. Really? Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. The Blast or Don Tolliver? Wow. Ooh. For R&B? Yeah. I think he is going to tap into that sound. Whoa. I think once he taps Don Tolliver is already in that sound. I I don't think he's he's reached his full potential in that sound yet. I think he's finna. Like I I'm not discrediting the talent. I know how good he is. I know Listen how to what he guy, does. Bro. Like, when he hits, I don't think he's hit his stride. Me personally, I'm gonna say sir. Who are you picking you to sleep in when I told you that Blast was Listen next to this, uh, this guy, he got it, bro. He, he got it, bro. It's not rap, you just gotta stop making music. Fucking mad fun. He got it, bro. Like, he does everything yeah, by himself. Yeah, he, he's, really, he's really efficient, man. Sir, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I've been a sir fan since 2016. Sir could do it, but the thing about it is, sir is already old. Like, I'm thinking about young niggas. I mean, I mean, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, be but somebody I old. mean, you could. I mean, realistically, if you being real, we need to put. I just thought about this. I don't know why it went over my head. Bruno Mars need to be in this discussion. Mm, I can't. I you, can't. You take each pop because because pop though. That's yeah, pop. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. That, that's what you're gonna label him as. Yeah, a pop okay. star. Yeah, but so also R&B like I could put Anderson I could put Anderson Pack in there, but yeah. like I can't do that because like he's too alternative. He's he's too abstract, bro. This generation and these generation and bro. these record labels are looking for the best thing young. They're not looking for the best thing old. And the only person who just got over no, that just because Zakari. No, no, I'm not Zakari. gonna I can't. Zakari's fire, but yeah. he just he got he don't he's put out enough abstract. music. He also got enough. really abstract too. We don't put out enough music. Zakari could have been amazing, but he still can't be. Niggas yeah, it's like, oh, real. Shit, but ridiculous, bro. It's like they look for the newest thing that's the, the youngest thing, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. So, like, they're like, oh, this guy is this. Yeah, think about it. Ty Dolla Sign came when he was 30. Ty Dolla Sign is the king of features. Yeah. Ty Dolla Sign ain't making no music like that now to be having you listen to an album. Did you be real with me? Did you listen to any of Future Ty Dolla Sign? No, but you can't ask me that question. But I'm that's real because you're the general public. Fair enough. Yeah. But are you going to listen to a song that's featuring Ty Dolla Sign? If it's a single, yeah, yeah probably. Exactly. Yeah. Because you already know he's going to come with the slappers. Well, now more than anything, singles are more digestible than whole albums are. Too. But like, if it has Ty Dolla Sign on the feature, then 
Or I'm gonna be real. That does mean something different. Yeah, you're right. Within like uh, NBA YoungBoy, you know that he's gonna give you more of a production and, and the crazy ass. If I see feet NBA YoungBoy, I'm probably listening to it. I can't watch it either. But like, which one would you listen to first? For real, I'm, I, I'll ask you. I'm, go, I'm going production. It's going straight. I know it's gonna be a honestly. Yeah, I'm completely song. out of pocket for saying it, but I would lean YoungBoy just because really? I've been warming up to him a lot more recently. No disrespect to Ty Dolla Sign because I'm definitely listening to it right after. It's just I don't know. I've been getting so that, that even proves my point even more. You went for the younger guy who's hot now. They're going to go to the younger guy who's hot now. Fair enough. But still, like, it doesn't mean you can't do numbers just because you're not because you're older. I mean, I'm not. Oh, actually, Come on. nope. I take back what I said. Huh. Gibeon. Yeah, I was saying like I was like I picked ten years nope. out, and this so man just mentioned a, a different kind of soulful sound. Too That's many ridiculous. people want. That's the thing about him. He's a baritone. Mm-hmm. On top of him being a baritone, I, I had to think about it. On top of him being a baritone, he's he's a superstar, bro. I literally sent that lob. Like when I asked the next ten years, I was the like, weekend? I know the answer. I was like, Well, see, the next ten years, we, he's already top. on the no, but he's already on the top. Like he's already on top right now. I'm thinking about last year, like yeah, the last sure. couple of years. He's already been on top. We're talking about the next ten years. It's it's going to be Gibeon. Oh, it's going to be. I wouldn't say Lucky Day, but Lucky Day is like 30-something years old, bro. Like, these old niggas. Yeah, but the thing is, love. I feel Khalid like... could have that potential. Khalid could have it, but he's going towards pop area. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like just because you're old doesn't... Like, if your music's new, to me, that's what's more important. Age is a factor in this game, bro. Agreed. But, like, if you're new to the... If, you, if you're new to the game, they could sell you as somebody that's younger. Like... Pusheisty has a better chance of being better... In the rap game, then be careful. Yeah. <laughs> don't stop. Hold on, be careful. I'll use it. I'll use it. He can have a better chance of being like, because we don't know what's next. Pusha just dropped his first mixtape. He's twenty years old, right? Yeah. Little baby and Dirk are a couple projects in. Does that change the fact of what they did for us? No, it doesn't. Is it harder for Pusha to pass him? Yes, but he's younger, so he can come up. He can learn from them. Do different things that they didn't do and change the game better. Would you put Brent Fias in that conversation for the next ten years? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, but Brent's also like 25, 26, too, so he has a little bit of time left. Fair enough. What's next? What also, we, we didn't do this for rap. Huh? The next couple the next years, 10? and I will say it's little baby. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's the easy pick. Yeah, I mean, outside of baby. I think the next ten years. I mean, obviously, I think we talked about it. Drake's gonna yeah. be in that conversation. Yeah. Still. I think we're talking about. Mm, I want to put Travis up there. Yeah, I, would I think Travis too. would take Drake's spot if Drake ever fell off. That's a fall. That's a that's a massive what if statement. Well, I'm not saying fall off, off but, but like if he comes from a I guess yeah. if he retires or something. Because when yeah. when Wayne left, Drake went up and took his spot. Yeah, fair so enough. then if Drake ever but got, I mean, there's nobody spot. that's really doing get at that level at that age. Like Travis is what 28. No, 2017. Yeah, I think it's 2017. So, like, with that being said, all the marketing shit that he's doing now is to say, look, I know I like, I got this music shit on lock right now, but I need to do something for a generational shift. That's yeah. what he's trying to do. He's, he's he's doing it at a younger age. Drake didn't start tapping into that until right about the same age as him, too. So, I mean, it's only it's only right that that's his, uh, the assumption. I could, I, could, I could agree. So, we got for the next 15 minutes, we're going to be talking about the GOATs of quarterbacks, NFL, and then we can get into. So the last couple of minutes is going to be uh, college. college. So, Bet. go. 
You're talking quarterbacks? Yeah. I'm going to let Sam go first. Then I'll let you go. I'll go. Fair like, throwing them in the discussion type shit? Or are we saying, like, who is... Who's, who's your pick? I mean, who's, your, who's your greatest quarterback of all time? I don't know. Really? Yeah. I can't I can't be... I mean, I love Tom Brady with my whole heart. I'm a Patriots fan for those that don't understand or, like, know where I'm coming from with that. But, I mean, there's a lot of people that set the foundation for him to even be at the level that he's at. You're not wrong. And there's people, like, like that got with him or, like, that had that feud with him. But they had a different kind of mentality. Like... I give like a lot of people don't have that respect factor for him, but like Manning, Peyton, yeah, I mean, Peyton, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like that was that was Tom Brady's kryptonite for years. He could not in the regular season, yeah, could not tap into that man's mental. He's not, just a different kind of breed. But yeah, he's a different mental. That that's the postseason season where yeah, you live yeah, at. Yeah, he really have no. That's exactly what, that's where it comes out to. Yeah, the but then day. you got you got people like Joe Montana in that conversation. Um, I still Drew Brees in that conversation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when we first decided we were going to do this, I was really going to be out of pocket and say that Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time. Is that I looked, a bad deception. Though? I looked at the numbers, and people do need to give Drew Brees a lot more credit. People need to give people uh, Philip Rivers a lot of credit. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Like he might not be the snazziest thing on the block, but he's been reliable and consistent through his whole tenure in the NFL. Yeah, like. Literally did not I, like like through the whole NFL season or like career. It was a crazy style. I think I seen on ESPN on some uh on some other, and he basically was just on some like it said something about he didn't miss more than five games in like what seventeen seasons. Or something yeah, like that, you want to talk about you want to talk about Iron Man? We have to talk what about. The Let's talk about Brett Favre at that point. You know, oh, yeah. Like Iron Man. Yes, so, sir. The gunslinger. Um, Damn. Dan Marino, to me, is 100% in that conversation because Dan Marino, the issue is is that Dan Marino was putting up numbers that guys are putting up now, except he was doing it in the 80s. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the difference. Is that, like, Dan Marino was the first QB to ever throw for 5,000 yards in a single season. Mm-hmm. He did it in 1984. The next guy that did it was Drew Brees in 2008. Yeah. So that means for 20 years, 20 plus years. Dan Marino was the only guy to throw for 5,000 yards That's in a single season. I didn't even know that. So here, let me count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I'm glad I didn't. I was going to say 9. There's been 12 seasons where a QB has thrown for 5,000 yards mm-hmm. in, in an NFL season. 12 guys have done it. Or it's happened 12 times. Yeah. Drew Brees is 5 of them. Yeah, a dog. Yeah, five yes. of twelve. Damn yes. near half. He yes. was half up until two years ago when Jameis Winston did it. Um, wow. So yeah, people got to think. You listen to this list <laughs> of names. We're talking about Dan Marino, Drew Brees did it five times. Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Peyton Manning, Big Ben, Patrick Mahomes, Jameis Winston. Wow. So when you tell me that that's Taysom, fact is when you tell me Taysom Hill deserves to be the starting QB in New Orleans, that's why I look at you sideways. I get it. Not he's really. an athlete. No, I'm he's saying, an athlete, but he's not a quarterback. He's I think been a quarterback. I think he can be a QB. I wouldn't mind him being my starting quarterback. Not when there's a guy that threw five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns sitting yeah. behind him. Like no, I get he threw thirty touchdowns. I get it. Like I said, if you cut the ints in half, that's one of the greatest seasons by a QB of ever. All time. Ever. He's one of the twelve times that a guy's thrown for five thousand yards in a year. So James Winston. And he did it with a sorry ass Bucks team. Yeah, he did it. He had Mike Evans. He had some guys, but. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. I get what you're saying, though. 
So to, I think it's Tom Brady to me. Um, yeah, for sure. This this conversation is always tough to have because the game's changed. Like I said, yeah. So that's why Dan Marino has to be in the conversation to me because like Joe Montana wasn't throwing for five thousand yards. He uh, just was a champion. Steve Young wasn't throwing for five thousand yards. Warren Moon wasn't throwing for five thousand yards. Yeah, you can list any. That's Dan Marino was putting up. Like West Coast offense air raid numbers twenty years before that stuff existed. Valid. So so Dan Marino's in that conversation, but I think it's Brady. Leave the rings out of it. Like I'm talking rings aside. The greatest postseason I quarterback think, in in the world. Yeah, ever Tom Tom to Brady. Lead. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, and the rings have absolutely nothing to bro, do. With bro, bro had a seventy one percentile to win any playoff game. Yep. Over his tenure of the like, bro, what? He's still playing. Yeah. So when you look at Tom Brady versus the numbers, like he's second all time in yards to Drew Brees, who's yeah. retiring now. So Tom Brady will have that record by the end of the year. God forbid anything crazy happens. Yeah. Uh, he's first all time in touchdowns. Yeah. He's nineteenth in completion percentage, which you'd be surprised. Like he's nineteenth, I think, out of those eighteen guys that are in front of him. I believe like sixteen to seventeen of them are all active in the league right now. Yes, yeah, it's like the. People are throwing a lot more completions nowadays. Uh, he's second all-time in completions. He's first all-time in attempts. Uh, he's seventh overall in QBR, which is a little bit of a weird stat because they didn't track They didn't really track the first that part of his. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he has the second most fourth-quarter comebacks of all time in a career, and he's only 33rd in interceptions. He has a 581 touchdowns to 191 interceptions, Ridiculous. which is a solid rate as well. Ridiculous, so, bro. like I said, I was going to say Drew Brees because I thought Brees just statistically was that much better. No. Um, and he's not. So, uh, I was gonna come. I was gonna come with that blasphemous take. I did the research and realized that I was wrong. Um, but well, you came correct. Y'all need to just stop with the ring. Like the rings do not. It's politics, man. It's not the end all be all, man. It's politics. Fifty three guys win the title. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like uh, a Lombardi Trophy is a team award. Yeah, that goes in. That doesn't go home with the quarterback. It goes home with the team. Yeah. The MVP you don't know the hand. Yeah. That and man, and, and you know Super Bowl MVP, that's a little different. Yeah. You know? And that man has like what? Four? Four MVP, four regular season MVPs, I Tough. believe. He's yeah. I mean different. it's the <laughs> like, different. <laughs> when you're looking at individual stats, man, like to me that's the end all be all of one on one comparisons. Yeah. And then well, you also have to look at, you know, the guys they had around him. Because mm-hmm. you know, like um Tom Brady had Randy Moss for a year or two. Joe Montana had Jerry Rice almost his entire career. Yeah. And Steve Young had Jerry Rice for a little for the beginning of his career as well. Yeah. So and to me that's if he's one of the best receivers of all time. That's a whole different argument to get into, but Valid. he's definitely top five. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure, so sure. so you also have to look at Brady and who he had. And we're gonna talk about Julian Edelman later on. Like, I mean, the best receiver he had was Randy Moss for one or two years. He had Gronk in his prime. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he had Julian Edelman and Wes Walker, who was a six-round pick and an undrafted kick returner out of Miami. Yeah. Turned him into the two, two of the best slot receivers of all time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he went to Denver and shitted on himself. Sorry, yeah. Wes. I love you to death, but you just. Yeah. You definitely did not need to make that move. He went to play for Peyton and got a concussion every two games. Yeah. So. so. Um, you see how the heck. <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> to me, it's Tom Brady open and close. Rings aside, yeah. you add the six rings, that's the icing on the cake. Seven. The seven might be yeah. seven yeah, rings. That's man. the icing Puts on the cake. respect on that yeah. name. That's disgusting. He's going to retire leading, which his records are going to be broken because I think the game's going to evolve. We're continuing to evolve, and I think it's evolving in that direction to where quarterbacks are more and more important yeah. each year. That's why, I mean, that's yeah. why Patrick Mahomes 
joined as the 11th quarterback to ever throw for 5,000 yards in a year in his second year in the league. That's crazy. Or it was his third year, his first year as a starter, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But so, and and like I said, that's the second or third year of his career. He's got a he's got like 13 years to do it again and again and again and again. Yeah. So um, he's he's going to retire first in yards. He's going to retire first in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He'll still be outside of the top 30 interception-wise. He'll probably retire tops with completions. He's already tops for attempts. He's top 10 QBR rate. He's just ridiculous, bro. Statistically, like I said, man, stop. The ring talk is ridiculous. It's politics, bro. Yeah. People love politics, but don't know enough about it to argue it. People don't want to do the research. At like all. I just brought all these stats. Everyone's just like seven it's, rings. It's they too just hard to Google some now. shit. Right? Exactly. Anywho, let's get into college for a little bit. Got Typing in Tom Brady stats is just too difficult for most people, got, I guess. We got a little bit of time left. Let's get into some college. <sighs> man. There's a lot of people. But I mean, uh, like from our generational standpoint, we have like a, a good a majority amount, of them, I think, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm not gonna lie to you, Tim Tebow, Mark Mariota, Johnny Menzel, Johnny Menzel, and, and uh, Vince, Young Vince Young are the four that come to mind immediately. Yeah. Um. Who else is in that? RG three. Yes. Oh, bro, I just do that. Bill is sick. See, here's the thing: is like I honestly feel like if you sucked in the NFL, it makes your college career look that much better. Yeah, to that's me, true. that's why. Because people, I was talking about. I think I still think Johnny Manziel is probably the most electric football player that's ever touched a college football field. And I think it as a he did it as a freshman. Yeah, and it boosts it because we didn't get to see what he's going to do in the NFL. That's valid. He wasn't great. That's, you know, that's so, true. I don't know. Um, but shout out to him if y'all haven't. Uh, Y'all are big Johnny Manziel's friends, and y'all have not tapped into that. Uh, he's in doing a podcast with his homeboy, Mike. Um, shout out to you, too. Uh, it's called Ball Don't Lie. Definitely look on it on YouTube. They have a, co- a couple episodes out already. Tap into that if you're uh, interested in uh, following Johnny Manziel on his uh, career path. I feel like, um, t- uh, who was I about to say? I just saw this picture. It made me think of him. Um... Cam Newton is also in that conversation. Yeah, for um, sure. Cam was crazy. Jameis Winston. James Winston. Andrew Luck at Stanford was crazy. Andrew Luck at Stanford was arguably the best quarterback prospect of all time coming out of college. Like it was him and Dan Marino and John Elway. And then to to let you know where Trevor Lawrence stands, it's those four that people talk about. Kellen Moore has to be talked about. Holy. Talk about, like, I don't understand why no one drafted him. It makes zero sense why Kellen Moore didn't do numbers when it came to the draft. But um, Sam Bradford's up there as well. That has to be talked about. Um, but, yeah, I feel like in the last 10 years is exactly – that's where we've gotten a majority of our quarterbacks at because the game has evolved around them for them to succeed that much more. Um. So, I don't know. Like I said, to to make that decision is very tough because I feel like it helps you when you talk about how bad or good you did in the NFL. And it's funny. Like I said, what was the first four names that came to our head? It was Marcus Mariota, Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow, Johnny Manziel, Vince Young. Vince Young. None of them had successful NFL careers. Vince Young won Rookie of the Year. Yes, valid. And he had three or four good seasons that kind of fell. Marcus Mariota uh, got drafted to a very, very stagnant. Yeah, sta- it's just it was a dormant Tennessee offense. They yeah. ran a pro style offense, and they drafted the most one of the most electric mobile quarterbacks yeah, of all time. Ever. Yeah, and then we're like, you're going to be a pocket passer. 
No, no wonder he didn't do anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you look at Johnny Manziel. Definitely, I think the most polarizing player in college football history. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, obviously, nice. how do you go use the restroom? Obviously, we got to talk about Tebow. Um, <laughs> no, nah. uh, I have Peyton Manning as my personal favorite. But Tom Brady has to go. Yeah, fair enough. All right, back to this college. It's only Tim Tebow. I'm not giving. Well, no, I give Vince Young too. Vince Young is in the, the four that came to mind were Mariota, Johnny Manziel, and then Vince Young, Vince Young and, uh, and Doug Flutie. Fair enough. For for an older for for before QBs were what they are now, yeah, I would agree with you. Well, out these couple guys, that's where we get most of our quarterbacks in last the ten to fifteen years. Yeah. Because, like I said, the game has evolved for them to succeed more. Yeah, and having a mobile QB. Um, a lot of people try to put Lamar Jackson in that category. He's not. Um, he just didn't have the longevity. Really. Yeah. Like, he was dynamite for two years. He's one of the most electric players of all time. But, like, to be the, one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time, you got to win, too. That's the thing. Yeah. And the reason that Johnny Manziel was the most electrifying, they that be, man beat Bama. Yeah, they beat a damn good Bama squad. They beat Bama in, like, 20 12, 2013? I don't yeah. remember when he was in college, but like yeah, 2013. before, like Bama's had a little bit of a lapse recently where they've kind of not, they haven't been on the top of their game. Like they were at the peak of their dynasty. That shit was crazy. Six straight. Yeah. And he was like, easy. All right. Get I got off. you. With Texas, Dude, with, for with the Texas A&M yards. squad that had Mike, Mike Evans, Evans and Johnny Manziel, that was it. <laughs> off the top of my head, at least. I don't want to disrespect I think team. their running back was nice. Yeah, I, was saying, I don't remember who it was. I, I think it was. It was not Gillespie. Who was it? I. I can't remember. I'm regardless, regardless not, of who it is, that's they beat that's Bama. Pull, that's who you pull from that squad, of course. It's yeah. not. It's it's Bama. It doesn't matter who. Yeah, like, yeah. Please look up the please look up the defense and then look at look look at that offense against that year. Let me let me look up Johnny Manziel notable noticeable college teammates or something like that. Can you look at the offense for the year that they beat Bama? Who's whose offense? Uh, Bama's, offense. Yeah, Bama's offense. Or Bama's offense. Oh, yeah. probably. Wow, that's crazy. Sorry, guys. Dead dead silence. Shea Shea had to use the restroom, so that's why I wasn't here. Was right. No, that was good. Just back it up. I don't even know. All right, they he, had this was twenty thirteen, wasn't it? Twenty thirteen? Yeah. Was it twenty thirteen that they yeah. beat him? Uh, they beat him in twenty twelve too. Here it is. So they had Yeah, number fifteen Texas AM beats number one Alabama twenty nine to twenty four. Uh Johnny Manziel led the team in passing yards and rushing yards. Um Let's look at the players, the box score here. Bro, they had a crazy team, bro. They had and Ryan Swope what? and Mike Evans were the two stud receivers. Bro. Um, bro. Alabama had, that was the year with AJ McCarron. Yep. In 2013, right? I'm looking at the 2012 game. Okay, I was looking at 2013. Yeah, so it was, oh, it, <laughs> AJ McCarron, Eddie Lacy, TJ Yeldon, yeah. Amari Cooper yeah. to start. Yeah. That's four guys just on the offense to start. Yeah. 
Um, and that's not even looking at the defense. Like, yeah, I was gonna say the 2013 squad was nothing short of great as well. They had Alvin yeah, Kamara, Ruben Foster, Andrew White, Derrick Henry was on the bench, Eddie Jackson, T.J. Yeldon. Oh my gosh! How I just want to look at this. I just, just want to look at this running back room. Like that running back room alone was insane, bro. 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 Oh yeah, pull up position. Let me see this, bro. Hit that go button. Let me see this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's the athletes. QBs, DL, LB. Linebackers. Probably going to be done with the running back. Shane right up to the QBs. All right, here we go. D. Hart, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, TJ Yeldon, Kenyon Drake. That's four NFL running backs currently. Tyron Jones, Altie Tenpenny, Trey Roberts, Jostin Fowler. What the hell? Go to the wide receiver room. Okay, let's, let's keep going. All right, so. Kenny Bell. Yeah, nasty. Deon- went, that was De- Kenny Bell. DeAndre, Andrew White, Chris Black, Cyrus Jones, Kenny Bell, Rob, uh, Robert Foster, Amari Cooper, Christian Jones, Jeremy Watson, Tyler Bass, Jared Watson, Raheem, Raheem Falcons, Kevin Norwood, Parker Barnes. Yeah, oh so technically God. they had five NFL running backs on that team. Bro, it's ridiculous. Yeah, bro, they were, bro, Bama was just different. Like They have been and they always will be. All right. Yeah, Eddie. So you have Eddie Lacy, TJ Eldon, Derrick Henry, Cyrus Jones, and Kenyon Drake on the same team. That is five running backs. And then that next, the next year they added Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Like, for what? <laughs> and then. Mark Ingram was mixed in, I think, a year or two before that, too. Yeah, so like, just nasty. It's just forget it, man. I don't know what to tell you about that. All right. So the next that we're going to get into <sighs> is the GOAT of? Basketball. Yes, sir. Uh, to me, this is another easy conversation. I'm going to let Samari go because Samari's going to differ. Fair enough. So, so 15 yeah. starts so now. We got, throw them in there. We got. Conversation. MJ. We got LeBron. Yep. Kobe. Yep. Um, some might say Will Chamberlain. To me, some to might me it's say those three. Some might say nowadays we got Goats Among Us, Katie. Yep. Some might a lot say of people Steph. Kareem in that conversation. Kareem. Yeah. Some um, might say, I don't know. Some motherfuckers really might say Bill Russell. No, I'm kind of surprised about that, but hey, you got it, bro. Do your research, like, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Do your but, research. I mean, this is always going to be opinionated. To it always extent, will be. But it always will be. My goat, I mean, what do you do when you ball up something throw it in the garbage can? You don't mm. say fucking Jordan, and you damn sure don't say Braun. You say Kobe. So that's who my goat is. I mean, this morning, not, not, not playing nice with us right now. No, not yeah. at all. You know what I'm saying? Five rings. Like, what, three-time Olympic gold medalist? Yep. Still can't believe he got robbed of an MVP. Multiple, but you yeah, know. agree. He got robbed of an MVP. What I'm saying is he didn't win a one. Did he, he win one? No, he won. No, he won one. He won. No, he won two. No, he won one. Steve Nash won two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because that 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 was the year they snubbed him. <sighs> no disrespect, to Steve Nash. You're horrible. Horrible. Not not an MVP player. Over. He wasn't you're, going that crazy. You're you're an MVP. Caliber player, not over Braun and Kobe. Dude. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Love you to death. Crazy ass point guard, mind. And you're doing great with the, the Nets right now. So <laughs> shout out to you, for real. Crazy ass. <laughs> no, I knew he was gonna be a great coach. I've been said this from the rip. I swear, stamp it. Yeah, if yeah, nothing yeah. else, yeah. if nothing else, I think he's a great 
he's a great guy to have on your staff if he's not your head coach. Great basketball because, mind, bro. Yeah, he's a great basketball mind. And to me, like, he would be more of a player's coach. If yeah, nothing yeah, else, like, sure. that's the assistant. That's the cool assistant coach. Yeah, type, yeah. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Come if on, nothing else. He's yeah. from Canada. They do that type of shit. Yeah. Um, Everybody from Canada cool as fuck. To me, the conversation... Bro. To me, the conversation lives and dies with MJ, Kobe, and Braun. Like, to yeah, me, there's... Sure. Like... There's obviously, you know, your top 10, 20 list, whatever. Like, those three are in contention. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone else that's in contention, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you can make arguments for whoever you want. To me, like, you have to have, obviously, a great basketball career to be in the top 10. Like, Kareem's in the top 10 for a reason. Shaq, Tim Duncan, all these guys are in the top 10 for a reason. Mm-hmm. To me, there is that special, and a lot of it honestly can come from media attention and how the media portrays you. Yeah. But like, there is that that it factor dog to me that has to be involved, and that's where Kobe Bryant and MJ separate. Like, as good as Tim Duncan is, as good as Kareem is, there is, you know, what I'm saying. Let's and like I said, a majority of maybe how the media portrays them. Like, there is that. That it, you know what I'm saying? There's that. You gotta have that doggy. Yeah, is Kareem has better stats and has six rings just like MJ does, and I don't put him in this conversation because to me, like, there's that. Oh that, I don't know. I there's that that it factor. That's the only thing I can explain it as. Bro, to me. like this man Kobe was just different. Yeah, like I said, like I'm sorry, bro. 18 time NBA All Star. He was in his bag, man. He Always. only missed two years in his but career. I'm, his, I'm, his going first Bron- I'm just going Bron off the rip. Like, I just feel like that guy. And I feel like longevity is a big part because Kobe, no offense to Kobe, but Kobe, like his, his going to the end of his career was his just. His last two to three years, he got banged up. Which is but crazy. It's crazy y'all say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he's still in the last two to three seasons, correct? That's what you just said. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and slide down. <laughs> this man is doing it right now. Still average 27 points per game in those last three years. Yeah. But he set the standard so high, it was like, damn, Kobe, you lost your shit. No, bro, I'm still hooping. Tendonitis and all that bullshit. I'm still out here getting buckets. <laughs> Tendonitis and all that For real. So, like... I, I agree with you, Shay. It, to me, it's Braun. Um, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are going to be upset with that. But like I said, I was talking about it when it comes to quarterbacks, and the leagues are different when it comes to 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 the NFL to the NBA. But rings are not the end all be all of the debate. No. And and we can sit here and and if somebody wants to have this debate with me, if you really want to go back and forth with Michael Jordan, like I have time. I always have time. You always oh, have time. Please for this because it's fun. Like it really is fun to me. And please. and I truly, I truly believe that LeBron James is the greatest player to ever touch a basketball court. And He's the most skilled. And the reason mm. that I feel so confident sure. in this debate is because anytime that somebody has tried tried that conversation with me and had this debate and taken the time, is because Never, ever have I gotten into this debate and heard why Michael Jordan is the GOAT. All I've ever heard is why LeBron shouldn't be. And to me, if you can't come up with a reason why That's Michael Jordan is better than LeBron, then yeah. then you can't, like, there's no argument to be had. The LeBron's just, just superior. Like, that's tell valid. me why MJ's the best. Don't tell me why LeBron's the second best. Yeah, that's valid. That's, that's valid. where that's where I'm at. Like, It's the same for me and Kobe. Braun, You're not coming this way on them Kobe slander, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. You need to know your numbers, and you need to know the, your game. Because a lot of y'all swear y'all some basketball fanatics and don't watch that shit and know the damn game of ball. Braun, I'm sorry. 
Braun has passed up MJ in every statistical category, regular season, playoffs, and total, except for steals in the right re- in, in regular season regular play season, yeah. and total and free throw percentage. Other than that, LeBron has passed him in quite literally every statistical category. And and the thing about Braun is like I said, stats to me is the most important thing when you're talking about one on one comparisons. Uh, because that's like that's a one on one thing. <laughs> To me, like, when you look at awards and, you know, like, MVPs and all that stuff, to me, that can come down to a popularity contest at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. We know Braun's much better than than the, than the four-time MVP he is. We, we realize he should have six to seven. We know Kobe should have more than Steve Nash because, you know, yeah. guys have, you know, just discredited that along the way. Shit, it's the same thing with Russ. You do it for 20 years. You do the you're, – you're so great your rookie year, and it's such a good thing. Do it for five years, and people are like, so, like – it's not impressive anymore. Yeah, yeah, like that's ridiculous to me. Like, obviously, it's 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 going to be regret uh, impressive regardless. Oh, but he's different. Like LeBron has just hit so many statistical milestones where he stands alone. First, before I get into the main one that I wanted to talk about, like when you the the, the reason the ring talk doesn't make any sense. Is because this right here. So Jordan in his last three finals wins. We came back from baseball. They went to the final. Well, first of all, he actually came back from baseball and they got bounced in the second round the first year he came back. Nobody likes to talk about that because he wasn't there for the whole year. Then they went to the finals the next three years. He averaged 31, 5.6 rebounds a game, 4.2 assists on 45% from the field. Solid mm-hmm. stat line. Second best player of all time. The last Bron's last three finals losses. We're not counting any of the ones he's won. Just the ones he's lost in the finals. He's averaging 34.6, which is three points higher than Michael. He averages 11.6 rebounds, which is five more than Michael. And he averages nine and a half assists, which is five more than Michael. And he shoots 5% better, 6% better from the field in, in just his last three losses. So that's why the ring talk doesn't matter to me. Because LeBron has played better than Jordan did in their last in in LeBron's last three losses versus Jordan's last three wins. Yeah, Jordan could go ice cold from the field and the Bulls still win by twenty. Yeah. yeah, when Jordan retired and went to baseball, the Bulls went fifty-five and twenty-nine and got bounced in seven games to the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals without injury. Yeah, Bron left Cleveland the first time. They went nineteen and sixty-three, were the first pick in the lottery the next year. When Bron left Miami to go back to Cleveland, they went. I think it was 39 and 40 something. Missed the playoffs. Missed playoffs. When he left Cleveland to go to LA, guess what? They went 19 and 36, 19 and 63 again, again. just like the first time. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, that's a generational talent. So there's yeah, there's levels sure. to it. I understand where you're coming from. I mean, I give you something to, to, to put in your ear. A lot of people don't um, like, like, they want to make the first thing they want to say is, uh, oh, yeah, I'm to go because of the rings or whatever. Like you said, that's politics. But, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a lot of people don't, don't, don't realize or like give his, I'm not gonna say give him his flowers per se, but they don't realize what Michael Jordan really was. Like, yeah. they named him Black Jesus for like that like, nickname like, is not a joke at all. That's what I'm like, saying. It's something like no disrespect. He gave like he gave the foundation to even have a goat talk. He and changed the game forever. And like, that's another thing. If you want to come talk to me about this, that's the thing you're gonna get. Like I'm not gonna sit here and oh, disrespect yeah, no, sure, him. No. Like I know how good he was. You don't have to tell me that. Like I'm just saying that Braun is better. I know how good MJ is. I'm not trying to disrespect that man's legacy. I just think Braun's better. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's people, I mean, I know a lot of old heads that like, I'm, I work with a lot of older people, retirees or whatever. 
and just come at me with that. Uh, we had this discussion a couple weeks ago, and it was like, yeah, well, I'll tell you like this. Nine times out of ten, I'm putting my money on Mike because you already know he's going in there. He's not trying to lose. LeBron ain't got but that. That's every on hand, bro. Like, come on, bro. In a one-on-one game, I understand that. But Bron's greatest asset is his playmaking. Valid. Let's. There's been no better passer at the small forward position. That's you you got to realize that that this guy has a possibility to lead the league in scoring all time, and then be top ten in assists, top five in assists by the time he's done. Yeah, that's valid. At the small, he doesn't even play point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is this is that's something that he that's something that he like evolutionized. Because yeah. I'm off rip. I'm gonna be real with you. Braun was lucky. You straight. I'm rim rack your dumbass and look at you like you stupid. Yeah, and then and then he's gonna rim, like that. He's gonna rim rack you 15 times to where you start playing off and you just elbow J. I'm yeah. gonna sit here and take it all day. I mean, he didn't start perfecting his his jumper until he got to Miami. Until he got and then when he back yeah. when he got back to Cleveland like 2018, that's when he perfected it because yeah. he was playing such bully ball that you had to place three feet off him so you didn't get blown by. But yeah. then that's when six he, eight two fifty. That's I'm not trying to take him head on. I'm start keeping butt with you. I'm keep, perf- perfecting that jumper. I'm gonna man. get teched out. Straight like that. You're not, you're not ducking on me. I'm not going to be Jason Terry. Hell no. So, I'm so going out with a bang. This stat, <laughs> this stat is from two years ago, and it still reigns true. So LeBron James is the only member of the 30K, a.k.a. Yeah. Club. He's the only player in NBA history to have 30,000 points in his career, 8,000 rebounds, 8,000 assists. Yep. You take 12,000 points away from this man. Act like it never happened. He's the only member of the 18,000 8K, 8K Club. Yep. And by the way, since then, since that stat was taken, he was only member of the 38-8. He's now up to 35-9-9. Nine, nine. Yeah. The only member. So there's been no player in NBA history to, to score 18,000 like points, score 8,000 rebounds, 8,000 assists. He has now got 35,000 points, 9,000 assists, 9,000 rebounds. Ridiculous. Statistically an anomaly. Yes. Yeah. in understatement. Take care of my light work. I ain't got to say nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I got your back. All right. So that's how I feel about it. That's and like I said, I'm open to debate about it. I feel like there's an open debate there. Yeah, please give me some Kobe slander. I'll cook y'all ass up. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> no. For me, respectfully. I'm choosing violence. He's choosing I'm, violence. I'm yeah. cooking your shit. Yeah. With stats. I, I'm, willing to, I'm, I'm not willing even going to go back and forth with you for real. And I'm willing to have a debate. And that's another thing, too. <laughs> like, I will... I'll bring it respectfully with the numbers, and here's the thing. If you want to pick one end-all, be-all of why MJ is better than LeBron, I'll give you a player that's better than MJ at that same category. So, you want to talk rings? Bill Russell at 11. So, MJ is not even top five because Robert Horry's got seven. Kareem's got six. Right there, MJ's at best four. Four slash three with Kareem. That's, that's off the top of my head. Yeah. I know that... Half of Bill Russell's teammates got eight too. So. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you're the top ten. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you want to look strictly rings, you know, you know for a fact though, like a lot of that's not even looked at at that level though, because mm-hmm. a lot of people like basketball was on some mediocre shit at that time. Yeah, let's keep it a bug. For real. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I'm not even... A lot of people don't even really give them their flowers for that, quote unquote. But I mean, I'm not denying that that happened. They definitely have rings on their hands. Yeah, like I said, if you, wanna make, if you want to make rings the end-all, be-all of it, um, Bill Russell and Robert Horry are better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, for so, sure, for sure. So yeah, easy. Let's not live on that conversation. What we got I, next? I don't want to sit there and say that. That makes me sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> we got next, bro. All right. So next we got on the schedule, we got um. Dang, I'm opening up everything else, but I'm about to be <laughs> you open everything but Google Docs. All right. So <laughs> fan questions. So the, we got a fan question. The Ooh. fan question was asking us where are our top five producers of all time. It's man. coming from a close friend of yours. That's my boy Kellen. Yeah, shout him out, man. Too. Yeah. So this is tough. Damn, that was a good one. Good job, yeah, man. For what real. the fuck? I knew he was gonna come with it. Cause he be listen. He, he yeah. listens to music like yo. That's why I, I mess with him every. So I'm, um, great. I'm gonna let y'all go. Oh no! I don't have no order for my five though. Yeah, too. he said. He said if you want to put them in order, you can. I don't if have it's too order. hard to decide. Yeah, it's way too to, hard. So. Um, um. I mean, off rip. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Timberland, Rail, Yup, Metro. Ooh. Um. Um. Ooh, I don't know how I'm gonna swing this next one. That's tough. That's mm. tough. You Scott got storage. Yeah. I put Scott storage in there, and then my last one, I probably have to do. It's like half and half. It probably have to be Harry Fraud or Alchemist for five. If that if it was an order, that's not really an order order, but like those will definitely be my 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 favorites. That's not like my kind of sound. Yeah, my favorites are gonna be different from from yeah. the guys I gotta give. But I mean, I could do I could do alternative favorite too though. <laughs> I could do alternative Bob. Cause I mean, yeah, I mean, music is just all about perception. So I mean, hundred percent. You yeah. can definitely keep going with that list. Yeah. Um, I put Dr. Dre in my top five. Tough. Um. So it's just the influence of that West Coast and everything he did over there. Um, I'm gonna slip Kanye into my top five. I'll put Timbaland there. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I'll put DJ Premier in my top five. Uh, I slipped. Have man. you ever listened? Have you ever listened to a DJ Premier song? It's a, it's a specific sound. I mean, if we gonna put if we gonna put honorable mentions, I would have put. Kanye, I would put Swiss Beats in that bitch too. Come I'll put Pharrell in my top five too. There's, I don't think there's a top five without Pharrell. Um, They're different. Yeah. Different. What you got? Uh, my one's gonna be. Um, my one's gonna be Mike. Mike Dean. Mike Dean. Two's gonna be Pharrell. My three's gonna be Forty. Mm-hmm. Drake's producer. Drake's producer. Actually, no. My three is going to be E-40? Metro. <laughs> my, my three is going to be Metro. Three is my Metro. Okay. Four is going to be 40. And then five is going to be... Damn, there's a bunch of more people I'm thinking of off the rip. I'm going to have to read those. Frank Dukes or Vinyls. Yeah, that's valid. Nah, Frank Dukes. Hard set on Frank Dukes. Vinyls would definitely be your one. Kanye would be more, an honorable mention, though. Yeah. I don't think you can say producing without Kanye. Just but nice. I just knew I knew Owen was gonna say Kanye, so I had to be different. Yeah, yeah you know I appreciate saying? that. Don't don't ever think that I'm disrespecting him or let me take the easy any, picks. Yeah, I just knew he was gonna say that shit. So I had to be like, let me come with some heat. Cause I mean I could definitely put like other people in there like I could put some 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 respect on the South. You got some like South Side, that whole click. You got band play out of Memphis. You got uh who else? Coming off the top of my head. Oh shit. There's so much just rampaging through my brain right now. Put just blazes on them and mentioned. That's tough. Um, who else? I was just thinking of. I just lost it that fast. Gosh darn it. Wheezy. 
out of Atlanta as well. Like it's just so much, so many people I could just really give their flowers to. But I mean, it just depends on. I mean, all times I definitely my five I had to stick with them. I mean, now if we did what we should do next week or like uh, additive artists that are producers as well, then yeah. I give you a completely different mm-hmm. five for sure, for sure. Yeah. Pierre? <laughs> yeah. 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 I throw him uh, no. one on that one. I don't think I'll put him in my top five. Artists really? that are producers? Oh, really? yeah. Like, there's a lot of people, bro. There's Kanye. There's Pharrell. Uh, I mean, we Trav, already said them in that, though. Like, Travis. Now, I'm going to take Pharrell and Kanye out. Yeah. I, I, I think they're good them. enough to be produced. By so themselves, we put that conversation... Yeah. I'm producing. I'm not Real disrespecting that, him. I'm not. Real had that era when he was hopping on Snoop Dogg songs, hopping on songs with Jay, and making their songs. Christina Aguilera, <laughs> going crazy. He said Christina Aguilera. Nah, for real, he's going down. Going stupid. Nah, for real. Um, was there any more fan questions? Are we gonna keep going on this? Or let's yeah, see. we got a lot. Oh, let's just keep it going. Let's keep it going. So we got the next thing that we got on this to do is uh, who need to move more. It was one of the things that we saw that got sent, and it was like, "What do you guys think?" Mm-hmm. Uh, it was well, it said that Kanye, Jay Z needed Kanye more than Jay Z needed Kanye. No, Jay Z, Jay Z needed Kanye more than Kanye needed Jay Z. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree too. I mean, he literally made the song "Big Brother" for Kanye for a reason. Yeah, I'm not gonna speak on nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect to Ye. No, no. We there's a reason that Kanye was or that Jay Z was your greatest rapper of all time. Yeah, so, literally. I think none more needs to be said. I mean, about that. I'm gonna be real. Kanye misses Jay Z. I mean, reason. for their collab tape, who comes first? Jay Z. Yeah. Okay, need a, need I say less? Like, yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. People are really blasphemous nowadays. It's ridiculous. Very true. There are a lot of blasphemous people on this world. Yeah. Like just, just a lot of them went to high school with us. So, so we already answered this, but we said who's going to be running the rap game in five years? Drake. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of the same people. Yeah, um, Drake, Travis. Give us some underrated. Like who? Like who do you see just blowing the phone? Yeah, outside of the big names. So I take little baby out of that conversation too, because to me that's a given. So you want just underground people? No, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't even say underground, but, like, give me somebody that's not at the top of the game right now. To mm-hmm. me, like, Drake, go, Drake, Travis, and Lil Baby are all top Don of the game. Don Tolliver, then. Fair that's enough. a safe pick. You can go. If, if he can get the right management, which he seems to have found it, Baby Cody's going to be something different. I don't care what nobody right, says. He's got to get there. He got to get that right he management. There, yeah. He has the sound for the future. Find the squad that's going to find out for him too. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. The thing, yeah, bro. bro. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a, it's partially biased. I really think Jid's going to step into his own in the next five years. Too. Yeah, I think he'll probably be more of a solo artist for uh, sure. For I sure. think. Not saying he's going to disassemble from Dreamville. I just think he's going to put more of his own shit out. I think. Yeah, like his I, lyricism. Yeah. Is next level, but then also his flow is so different. Yes, for sure, for sure. Right? I can't so, agree to that. So I jids my. I guy. think if Isaiah Rashad can come out of his hiatus, he definitely would elevate himself. <laughs> no, for real. Where the fuck has he been at? <laughs> he's been making music. He said he's not dropping shit till we get a Dolph verse, and Dolph oh, just said he might consider that shit. Like he's been, they've been tapping in. They from Tennessee. That's what they do. So I'm, I'm hoping for that. That shit would be the world to me, for real. Yeah, that's real. Um. Who else would I see really blowing the fuck up? Uh, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Key. 
Lil' Key gonna really be something special. I'm shocked he didn't say that first. Lil' Key gonna be something special. I mean, he already is something special, but he's definitely gonna blow the fuck up. Like, he's gonna be monumental. See you soon, bro. Him and his brother got it. I don't care. They got that sound. They got what they people want. Now, let's look at this. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not trying to be no no hater. You got Meg Thee Stallion, who I think is gonna really take off with the, whatever she endeavors in next. And you got people like Lil TJ, who's just doing guest features, and he just dropped the album. He might have an actual career. Like, a lot of people like me, I ain't gonna cap. I ain't, I ain't really listened to him at first, per se. I listened to his album. Good, not bad, you know what I'm saying? I think he has some, um, some good pieces on there. But what he has in store for the future... I think that's going to be something to watch. I can give him that. Still upset shelter. that we got robbed of him and Pop Smoke doing a collab album together. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, let's say, let's cover that base as well. I think there's an easy answer. Yeah, who's, on top of the, who's on top of the game in five years if he was still alive? Yeah. But 100%. The next thing that we got to talk got about it. on, so we can get into yeah. the rest of this stuff. Where, the next thing that we got is, um, who's, who's uh, is Gary Trent? Gary Trent going to be a, uh, all star. Mm. Is Gary Trent Jr. a future all star in the NBA? For sure. Bag different, without a doubt. Duke native. I'm not saying this because I'm a Duke fan. The man, bag different. He one of the best two way guards, let alone two way players, but two way guards in the game. He played both sides of the ball efficiently. He's different. A lot of people didn't realize what he was when he came out. And like he told, he told the league, like he didn't go to no G League or not. He went team to team to team. You know what I'm saying? Played on multiple different teams, and he's found a home where he's at now. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Toronto did steal. Uh, Norman Powell, they asked – I remember the Portland media asked asked Norman Powell who he thought won the trade, and they said – Norman Powell came out and said that apparently that Portland had won that trade by a landslide. I don't know, man. The way that Gary Trent Jr. is playing right now, is he a future all-star? Yes. I don't know. It's just like it's you know anything that happens. Him being in the East, hundred percent helps his case. I mean, because if he was in the West, I'd tell you no. I mean, right he now. played a two officially. Yeah, he he's a two slash three in my opinion. Yeah, so he, I mean he, he he's is, got the but size. like, but like this is the thing that separates him. How many two guards off the rip in 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 either conference is off rip just a bucket? I can name probably five. What's insane is that. I'd put Kevin Porter Jr. right in that conversation. They're both guys. They're super young. Yeah. And I don't – they're both hoopers. <laughs> yeah, Like, yeah, if yeah. you drop them into Rucker Park, they're both dropping 60. I'm not debating that. Oh, yeah, that. for sure, for sure. It's the issue is that I know his bag is different. It's just sometimes it doesn't translate all the way to the league. So far it is. Yeah. It's – we'll you got to get that – You got to get that Because Kevin Porter Jr. Though. was hooping in his first four or five games – and it could be the media is not covering it as much because Houston is 14 and 40 right now. Man, bag different, Bottom though. of the fucking West. The man, but bag different, bro. It, it's it's all about sustaining it. And I think he can. I think he's in Toronto uh, going forward. Yeah, Fred Van Fleet, Gary Trent Jr., Pascal Siakam. That's a great three to build on going forward. Yeah. Um, They're young. Yeah. Um, I really think that – I think he 100% has the possibility – and being in the East, 100% helps him out. But it's all about the sustaining it. Because it's really easy to come out and drop, you know, 37 two nights in a row or drop 37 two or three times. It's about being able to put up no, 25 but this, consistently. This, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's you know. the thing. Like, you're not, you're not on that team to, okay, you're going to be the lead scorer. If we're going to keep it a butt, the lead scorer on that team is Fred Van Lee. 
Yeah. That's why he took Kyle Lowry's spot. I'm sorry, Kyle. Like, it is what it is, bro. You still a hooper. Cool. But I'm going to keep it a buck. Fred Van Vliet, bag different. So that's why he yeah. got the starting spot. So now you got Gary Trent right behind him at that two bar. Bro, the man bag different. He literally on that team to get trans over buckets because he's really good at defense. You know what I'm saying? And if you get him hot, he's going to explode. Simple. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he's one of those guys that, like, him and Kevin Porter Jr., like I said, I put him in the same conversation because when they get hot, it, it is poetry in motion. Like, watching Kevin Porter Jr.'s first two games in Houston, I felt like I – not to not to even disrespect, like, I felt like I was watching, like, a 6'6 Kyrie Irving. Like, I was like, this is – Kevin Porter Jr.'s oh, first yeah, couple games in I was like, different. I was like, like I said, I was like, this looks like Prime KD and Rucker right now. Like this dude is like Nasty. hooping. Like this is street ball legend. Man, different, bro. He's he, like, like drop on an A1 mixtape, but he's one of the most recognizable. People don't names understand in what the league is changing itself into. You got so many people. Like I'm gonna be real with you. Most like some of the most skilled players don't even be from America, bro. It'd be like people like Luca. He's a different breed. Like he's twenty two and he's as skilled as LeBron. Because he's been he's been playing pro ball since, since he was, was sixteen. 15. Actually, since he was fourteen. Yeah, but he got his first recognition at sixteen. He played he played an NBA preseason game in Oklahoma City against Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant at sixteen years old, bro, and got buckets. Yeah. I mean, he's playing against Russ and KD is prime. That's kind of a tough matchup, yeah. but he's playing. He's playing Boy, well. Dumb, bro. Like, this ain't crazy, bro. For real, like, it's all wild. and while I'm talking about Houston, Kevin Porter Jr., like, I was looking at the standings today because Shay had asked me if the Nets were on top of the East. I was like, no, the Sixers still are. But I was looking at the bottom of the West, and I'm looking at Houston and Minnesota. So Houston's yes. starting five right now is John Wall, Avery uh-huh. Bradley, uh-huh. Kevin Porter Jr., uh-huh. uh, Christian, Christian Wood, Wood, and Kelly Olenek plays the five. Yeah. That's their starting five right now. Mm-hmm. You go to Minnesota. I can't remember D'Lo's hurt right now. No, he's, he's playing again. So you have D'Lo. Yep. You have... Uh, he came back to... Him. Who's their two? Five, three, I always three. forget. I just had all this on the top of my head. Yeah, because it's, it's D'Lo, Blank, Anthony Edwards... No, Anthony Edwards is playing the two right now. Oh, so they're playing the three. He's playing the two right now. Oh, okay. okay Anthony okay. Edwards, um, and then you have, so, yes. D'Lo, yeah. Ant, and then the three is Josh Okoge. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And Jared yeah, Culver is also coming off their bench. Okay. Um, and then you have Jaden McDaniels playing the three, and then Cat playing the four. Both of those teams are 14-40 in the Western. Yeah, there is a. I feel like there's a massive I mean, skill gap between these rosters. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I ain't gonna cap. Like, like you look at the talent of each starting lineup, and like I'm not gonna lie to you, the Wolves should be like the sixth seed in the West at least. But Nilo right was hurt for a minute, and Cat just ain't been there mentally because of the loss. I of don't. His mom. I don't. Well, he had like six family members that passed away. From yeah, COVID, it's bro. ridiculous. Let alone his mom, obviously. Being yeah, the, that bullet point. But like. Ain't crazy. I, I understand, yeah. but they've been there mentally. The bro, issue is, is that they've struggled the last four or five years with him there, and they've had talent in the building before too. They had Anthony Wiggins or Anthony yeah. Wiggins, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins in the building before. They had yeah. Jimmy Butler in the building before. They had um yeah, and they tried to say he was a problem. <clears throat> Lol. Yeah, and then they had uh. That's another thing. You want to talk to me disrespectfully? Ricky Rubio. You could bring. Bring the Jimmy Butler hate my way, because I'll shut you down disrespectfully. Yeah, I'm I will not, too. I don't take no Jimmy Butler disrespect to my house. 
Being Bucks. a Miami fan, he's half the reason I landed in Miami when he came in my free agency season. So valid, <laughs> two way man, valid. He's just a real ass dude. Yeah, he's he's right. the real rags the richest story in the league right now, and he's real for it. Like the only thing I don't like about Jimmy Butler is that country music is his favorite type of music. Hey, that's but okay. I can't hate on him for it. Yeah, that's, okay. that's just something we don't agree on. You valid. know, so man, um, getting into the next stuff. Yeah, I don't want to go too far, but uh, we're going to have to get into some sad stuff just because you know, yeah. we, we talk about what's happening in the world. Sad stuff happens in the world. It is what it is. So, um, last time we did the show, DMX had like 30 different reports of him dying. Yeah, there it was It was in and out in between. We didn't know what was going on. There were reports that he had passed away. His manager posted videos that he was still alive. I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. It was Friday, 2, 3 p.m. after the show had passed. Or no, no, it was before yeah, the show. It was actually early. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. before the show had dropped. Um, he, he ended up passing away. It was a heart attack caused by an overdose. Um, sad. And you, you talk about his music blowing up on, on Spotify. His streams were up, what, 128% after mm-hmm. he passed away? 900. Almost a <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the generation we live in, man. People want to listen to you after you're gone. They don't care when you're here. It's it's sad, but it is. It's that's the that's the sad thing about it, though, man. Like I really was talking about it, and like I think I tweeted it instead of saying RIP. I want to say RIP. I mean, he, he does, you know, rest in peace. Rest in power, but, yeah. But like, no, like you just the thing about it is Drake said it in God's plan. I don't want them to die. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Nobody wants somebody to die for them to miss you. But it's like you die, and it's like besides your family. <laughs> And everybody that was actually supporters of you, a lot of fake people come around. Same thing happened with Juice World. Same thing happened with Pop Smoke. Like the support that Pop Mac. Smoke got. Oh yeah, Mac Miller. The support <laughs> yeah. that they got on their yeah. albums yeah. and stuff like that. Their album sales going up and stuff like that. Like it's good because going into a, a, another related thing, Jay Z buying their masters. We're gonna mix that together. He giving it to the seventeen kids. He buys that what for a million? Ten, ten, ten million. million. And he gives it to the kids. All seventeen gets it, right? Yeah, for free. So all that, all that nine hundred goes straight to them. Every kid gets it. Some of them kids can be able to pay through college, do stuff like that, right? Stuff with their life. Yeah. Now you switch it back and you think about it. Why don't you do that for him when he's here? There's just too many people to do it to. That's the thing. The only person that's really like only person that's really not going to shock me when they die if they go up. Because they're doing the numbers now is Drake. If Drake dies today and the numbers just go up, I mean it'd probably be even more significant. I would number, be. I would be more shocked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would be big. more shocked to see anybody pass away and their numbers not blow up than to see someone yeah. that has it going forward. Yeah. yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter who it is. Any mm-hmm. big name, any small name. I feel like Jid could pass away tomorrow and his numbers would go up two hundred percent. Yeah. God forbid. So I mean that's just the day and age we live in. That's how everybody is though. Like that's sad. The, about the last man. five to ten years, anybody that's passed away, their numbers have have went up five hundred percent or more. Mac Miller, Nipsey Hussle, Juice World, X, Lil PMX, Lil Peep, even yeah, his bro. numbers yeah, passed away. So, should Ice JJ Fish go up? You wouldn't be surprised. He would be like, Dude, hey, but he's hard though. No cap. Hey, give that man his credit. He don't care what nobody else thinks about him. That's so right. that's something. To, he fixed his teeth. That's something to hang your hat on regardless. I want to hug you, girl. You can't tell me that you can't <laughs> respect that man's, like, 
his he, how he doesn't care about anything because the same I, thing was for Little Nas X. If I posted that song, like I don't know if I could take because you know he got hate for it. Same thing with Little Nas X. Yeah, he got the hate for it when he dropped Montana. He didn't care though. No, that is the one of the most underrated things in the world that you can try to teach yourself is not caring what other people. Him and six nine got and it. When I say don't care what other people think, I mean mainstream or or big getting picture. bullied into doing something. Yeah, like mainstream that. big picture. Like if your mom tells you to do something, like you should care what she has to say. You know, we're a couple shows. But like, if some dude on the internet that has three followers says you should kill yourself, don't listen to that man. He don't know nothing about what he's talking about. You know. I know we're late, but what did you think about the whole Lil Nas X situation? Since we never got you to talk on about when it. we talked about it. Yeah, it ain't my place to say anything. Really, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Like he did that for money. He did that for whatever reasons or whatever the case may be. Cool. Like keep pushing. Y'all, y'all, y'all have this. I'm not gonna say y'all, but generationally we have this problem where we have an issue of we always gotta be heard. You want to fucking make a difference? Shut the fuck up. Sometimes you don't gotta say something about. If you don't like it or what you do or don't like all the time, because at the end of the day, guess what? They name get mentioned, they get money for it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing. Your hate after. makes them just as much money as someone so who likes them, bro. Just keep you, it up, keep your opinion to yourself and just keep it pushing. You 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 going out and commenting on a YouTube video telling that he's going to hell for what he did it's only gives gonna make him more just, people gives yeah, him so. just as much money as the so, dude that liked it. I just you know? I just didn't I didn't watch the video. I didn't hear the song. I didn't care to. I never really listened to him as an artist in general. You know what I'm saying? If I, I heard watched, it on the radio, cool, but I watched that it is what it is. I watched the video once just so we could talk about it. It's not something for me. I won't watch the video again. I love the song. I can't lie to you. Like that, and that's the thing, the like let me give don't get me wrong. Personally to me, I think Little Nods X is a great musician. No yeah. matter what he's talking about. Because Old Time Wrong, Old Time Road was a good song. It was a hit. It was a it was good a song. Hit. Uh, Panini. Panini is a good song. Just sell it. You did listen to the song. Panini was a good song. I just song. know. I mean, I never said I didn't listen to him, per se. I you said, didn't listen to him heavy. Yeah, I just. Is he I dropped mean, an album? Yeah. yeah. Seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was the album that he confessed that he was gay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really. Like, I heard Old Time Road because we live in Kansas. That's a radio hit. Yeah. I listened to the remix five different times because he got five different artists to do it. Like I didn't give a fuck to be like, oh, I'm on a road trip. Yeah, I'm listening to Little Nas X. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus on it. Like I'm not. I don't. I, like I said, I'm, I'm not on a road trip. Oh damn, Little Nas X. I gotta hear this. Fuck no, I'm not listening <laughs> to that. Like you got it. Nah, I put it in the car. I don't. I, hate I, on them. I don't. I don't. Because I, I was like, I was happy to see where he was, and the thing about it was he had such a smash hit. And then you had to follow it up with that, which Panini did pretty good. And then you had, I was like, well, how do you follow it up? Like, what is your EP like? He followed it. And he followed it. And the Call You By Your Name, I just like, I think it's a really good production. The song is, the song is, I was talking about that. I love the song. Which is, which is the song that just came out with, like, the, the video. Oh, okay. Like well, that. yeah, I mean. And well, if you haven't listened to it, you haven't listened to it. I'm yeah. not going to say it, but as a music head, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm supposed to go listen to it. And, and, I, and I, I talked about this with you in the car today, like how everyone was so upset, obviously, with bringing the devil into it, bringing religion, da 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 I feel like, now this is just me, I feel like if Rihanna does that song, does the same thing, and it's Rihanna dancing on the devil, I feel like she's praised for it. Like I feel like everyone was hating on this man, and I feel like, I feel like that if she did it, 
And even if the de- if she made the devil a female and did it still, and it was so so you, we're still doing like lesbian slash gay, we're still doing this, but it's still the devil bringing into it. I feel like Rihanna gets praised for it, while Lil's not a, Lil Nas X is kind of getting crucified for it. I ain't gonna lie, I, also, you, I disagree. I like, wholeheartedly disagree. With I that. I don't disagree with you. I agree with you, but I, it's a different standpoint because I feel like as a girl. It's always gonna be different. A guy, guys would love to see a girl kiss a girl than a guy kiss a guy. Agreed. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. It's, I would just come. I come from a standpoint like this. When when people really thought that Jay Z and all of them from Rock Nation 2013 circa was all in the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. She had she had did Disturbia in that video. What the hell? Why is this girl doing all this? This is blah 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 And all that situation happened. And at the end of the day, guess what? It did numbers. That was what they it wanted did. it to do. It was for, it's literally what 2011 Tyler the Creator did. I'm going to put the music out for your interpretation. That's all music has ever been. But that's also it's what music should be. Yeah. Yeah. That's so what I music should be. You use, you use something you as a topic, religion, use that to get the attention. What Samari said is right. On that. What Samari said is right because it is for you to interpret, but the thing about it being interpreted is. We get one. We get down to one person talking about it. So Owen says something on Twitter, or Samari says something on Twitter, or I say something on Twitter, and what everybody feels like is the right suggestion is what everybody's going to go for from this point on. So then everybody's like, "Oh, hate little Nas X for this," and then it just so happened to be that Christians were on fire on yeah. him about it, and then they want to. But I mean, don't get me wrong. Whenever um, what's the song that Macklemore dropped? The I can't change, but I want to. When it was about like he was confessing, yeah, 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 yeah. that song got a lot of like, bro. They brought that song into my church, and oh the yeah, person, I that. they said the words for word, like said everything word for word. At that point, I was really care about lyrics like that. But then you sit back and you listen, you're like, whoa, this man, running out. <laughs> it's like because he's like, I think. Ever since something I, w- I can't believe I like little boys or something like that. Like I forget the he lyrics. You talking about like, sexuality? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I didn't know you're saying that. But man, that's a lot of that's a lot of music nowadays. But I just, think about like, I think about like people like the thing about people like Little Nas X or the thing about people like Six Nine or people who have good clap backs is they're good because Little Nas X is right. You can't get mad at me because I made this album. Because like Samari said, Samari is 100%. I, I totally agree with him what he said. You can't get mad at me because I made this song. And Samari's like, okay, so shut up. Leave, let him do him. He's making money off of it. So be it. Because you were singing Old Town Road. But until you know that it was a gay meaning behind it. Yeah. You was like, oh, don't let my kids listen to it. No more. Yeah. But then about, uh, a, some people were so song. like, oh, nah, keep singing it. You come up with this song, everybody's like, never in ever hell will I ever let my kids listen to Old Town Road ever again. Yeah. And then he So it took this t- for you to change your mind? Yeah, he, like, he already went platinum. Old Town Road, he talks about... He talks about, about being lean and having sex on Old Town Road. Yeah. It's the same. So... Yeah. It's, like and, I said, you bring religion into it, everything goes sideways. Just go ahead and just... And then, like you said, I mean, I, my, my decision over it has changed in... Honestly, I, I like what Samara said. I'm happy that we asked him because that's real. Like it really is. Because like I, I told you before, who am I to go and tell you that he's wrong for the song 
Because one, my favorite music is gang, gang, shoot a bitch up, drink up, get bitches, and have unconsensual sex. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the music that I like. So I can't sit here and be like, what yeah. you doing anymore? It's just what he's doing is like, yeah, you got it, bro. Take it. And then what they're doing is like, yeah, we doing it, but we making it look cool under the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Keep so let's go to the next one, giving them too much hot <laughs> as it is. Don't want his name connected to mine at no cost. <laughs> yeah. So what's the next on the Duru, man? What's the next on the pop Um, Well, just jump back into something sad before we move on to the happy stuff. Um, Dante Wright was killed in Minneapolis just this last week. Um, Dante Wright. Yeah. The, did, we, did we get through all of the pop culture and rap and stuff? Through the fan questions? Yeah. No, this was at the top. Okay. We still got more raps to talk about. We're going to the, get to the other rap stuff. I just, this one... This shit bums me out just like the DMX stuff does, so I don't want to talk about it now. So uh, He got killed in Minneapolis, uh, I believe it was on Monday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, He had a warrant out for his arrest for missing a court date uh, because they sent the notice for the court date to the wrong address. So he didn't know that he had a court date. So that's why he missed it, because he didn't know what happened. And then so he had an arrest warrant out. They pulled him over. Um... The cop meant to tase him because he was resisting arrest. Uh, she mistaked her taser for a gun and shot him, and he died. Um, Absolutely fucking ridiculous. You got to be fucking kidding me. You don't know what a taser from a gun is? My, my thing is, here's my thing. Mistakes happen. I get it. If it's true, if you really did, if you really, really did Bro. mistake it, mistakes happen. Bro. doesn't mean you don't get punished for it. If I, if I walk out in these streets right now and I mean to tase you and I accidentally shoot you, does that mean I don't go to jail for it just because I didn't mean to? Bro. Ain't no way in the fuck you go through nine months hey, of training in a man. police academy and you telling me I don't know the difference between a taser and a Glock 17. She's a 20-year vet on the police force and one of the she's Makes one of the most senior know, officers. Like, bro, I don't she give just a fuck. case for her, bro. You I'm going to say this, like, bro. You had no case. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it like bro, this, like, bro. It's the same thing every fucking time, it's bro. Always like, you don't, you it's always always say, well, I didn't it's know always. what I was doing. So you're telling me that you didn't know that your knee was cutting off the circulation from this guy on the concrete not being able to breathe. You didn't know George Floyd was telling you, I can't breathe? Literally. Really, nigga? You got this camera in front. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Moms and dads. and I'm not sorry. Mom. I'm going to say it like I said. No, no. But, like, come on, bro. There's no way... You gonna tell me to my face, bro? I gotta go out every day, work my ass off as a black man in this fucking country, spit on, hated, whatever the case may be, fighting for my life just to make ends meet for my so-called future in this country. And you gonna tell me to my face every damn year we don't matter, we protest. We go through countless, countless hashtags and trending and all this other bullshit. At the end of the day, bruh, no matter what you got to say, we going to be recognized one way or another. The thing that really... going to keep it a buck. It's going to come. The time is coming, bro. The thing that really gets to me at the other day is that, like, y'all remember when George Floyd happened and Derek Chauvin was there. Like, there was four cops around that stood there and watched it. You know why there's four cops that man? He was doing... Infield training with those four cops when he killed George Floyd. This lady was doing the same thing at three cops around her, was doing infield training and mistook her taser for a gun and shot him. 20 year vet, you got me. Mm, Like I said, I'm done. This is is like the young man that I've been seeing all over Instagram stories with the hat. Yeah, Yeah. like I said, 
I don't believe for a damn second that you somehow make the mistake. Here's the thing. Even if you did, you killed a man. Like I said, if I walk out in the streets yeah. right now, and I mean to shoot Samari with an airsoft gun, and I shoot him with a real gun, and I kill him, that mean, that doesn't mean I get less jail time. Yeah. I mean, it turns from murder to manslaughter, but still, you killed someone, you're going to Bro. jail. You deserve to go to jail. If they don't do something, I'm telling y'all right now. It's like I said last year. I said this at work today. We had the same discussion. The same when discussion. Was, when was the whole George Floyd incident? Sometimes it was a little later than this month, right? Last year? No. Um, May 25th. Yep. So, yeah, it was a little bit later. We're, we're literally about a month and a week and a half. I'm Off telling you, bro, these streets is open now. <laughs> you don't want what happened last year to happen again. Because I'm, I'm telling you, if they let that shit happen again, they coming back with vengeance. They just Black had a, I had seen a, a recent, another one. Because I've seen that they, they've they already started, like, I've seen some people been looting and mm-hmm. stuff like that in the city of that part. They, not, they don't want that problem, bro. COVID ain't no reality. They try to put COVID on the resistance because, you know, I'm not going to get into I was going it, but what's, what's next on the thing for time yeah, troops? Yeah. Um, next up after that, we are moving in. Um, just, I know we talked about earlier, just, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce are buying all of DMX's masters for 10 million. They plan on giving it to his 17 kids for free, uh, after they buy all those. So that's something nice. Yeah. I mean, what more can you say about Jay-Z? We talk about all the things he does in the game, out of the game, business wise. He's a stand up guy at the end of the day. So, uh, that's something great. Um, uh, damn, Kendrick Lamar's award-winning album hit its three-year anniversary on Wednesday this week. Um, first rap for... Was it four? Four years. Are you sure? 2017 to 2021. That's four years. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Four-year anniversary. Um, first rap album to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. I mean, that speaks for itself. Ridiculous. Immensely. Um, but is it his best album? Yes. No, I don't think so. I think it's... Uh, I personally need that city. No, I think it's potential. Yeah, that got. Uh, what, and my favorite song by him of all time is "How Much a Dollar Costs." Yeah, that's just crazy. Tough. I mean, we there. Yeah, that's I mean, an issue that me personally, I put. Would I'll, you? Would you? I put. Like, over, huh? What are you gonna say? Are we de- overly dedicated? Yeah, that's my personal favorite. I love Ronald Reagan era too. I like that's just my personal favorite. Like that's just a different time. I mean, he was just. I'm not gonna say he was more hungry because he's not lost his touch. Oh, yeah, but he was still hungry. He was just hungry. He was more hungry. I mean, when you make it, it's yeah, just it's like different. You're bro. still there, but you gotta be there. You know, crazy, bro. Like, and then has so much value to me. The the question that was tacked onto that that was asked was, if there's a skip on there, is "Humble" the song that you skip when it comes to that song? No. When it comes to that album, no, without a doubt. You think no. there's no skips? No, I think that that was the leading single on the whole album. Took him to the next level. Got with Mike Will. Made something very special. And literally. Now? Literally. No. The message then, behind yes. it. The message behind the video just makes it more what do you mean, better. Man? Like first. Well, at the time months. when it first came out. That first two years. Yes. Humble was annoying. I mean. I still honestly. I think. I think that's this probably, skip, but that's also. You got to think about it. That might be one of Mike Will's best beats he's ever made. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It's songs. nothing against the song. It's strictly because it was overplayed. Like yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying, why, yes. Though. Think about why it was. It was I don't that think damn it's, good. I understand, but like when you listen to the album, I'm not going to lie to you, because when I listen to Damn, I listened to that whole album, but I skipped over that song. I skipped over Duckworth after after the first. I love Duckworth. It ties it all together because it's a story, but I'm going to keep it a bug. I'm going to listen to everything to the last song, but all right, I'm going to listen to it again. 
Literally. What's so I remember one? when we first listened to that's it. That's the one that's like, what's the one that's like, is it wicked now? Is it weak now? Oh, that's one of the opening ones. That's the, that's, the, that's the intro. And then he starts talking about the old lady that was blind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the intro. I like that. That's just so hard. That's the intro, though. Yeah. The good. outro was yeah. Duckworth. And I was like, eh. I love it. I see what you did there. See? But I'm telling you right now. Like, I what, just, uh, no, what's the one that's like, uh, He's like, he's speaking in that steady, like, I don't know. Because, like, I just, I'm looking at this. Like I said, Humble was I like Fear and Lust. Lust yeah. is my favorite. Yah's one of my favorite songs out there. And I like Dunkin' yeah. too. But, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a J. Cole guy. So, that's, yeah, yeah. to me, that reminds me. Yeah, that's how I felt about Pride was different for me. That three, agree, that, yeah. that, that three song that album was crazy. Is crazy so. Yeah. That album is insane. Y'all seen you. Yeah, I was seeing you. No, 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 I was doing that. I was not. I didn't listen to the album first. I listened to Joey Bass. Joey Bass. Yeah, I think we all did. <laughs> but I came from the movies. I had a date that day. Movie mm. date. Yeah, hey, tuck it in, boy. He remember it like back <laughs> in the same. Oh, God. So I think one of the things that we had was Rod Wave ended up taking himself off of Drake on ah, yeah. freestyle. He was supposed to be on Lemon Pepper freestyle. He pulled himself off for a drop. Good. Um, Thank you. <laughs> like it was a blessing in disguise. Um, I don't hate on his artists. I don't. I don't. I don't. Don't, don't get it disrespectful. I personally, he said you could see him on there. I couldn't see him on there. No. But I'd like it just depends see, on what Drake was trying I'd to, like have to do. See, yeah. I'd like yeah. to see what it sounds. I mean, that 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 puts that, that's a major cosign. Yeah. And I, I don't think that any person in their right mind was like Drake wants to put me on a three song pack with Little Baby and Rick Ross with the dynamic duo. Nah, I'm a pass. Shit, I'm a pass. Like no, like I said, um, to me musically, I think he had to have heard it and was just like, he's like, as much as I want to be on this, as much as I love it, and as much as I like the sound, it should just sound better without me. Honestly, yeah. I kind of see is, because you gotta respect. Yeah, I I that's, how, that's what I said. Yeah, I kind of see it now though. Top I, level. Drake Pops. probably got yeah. that and was like, we're gonna drop this on Friday. Do you want to be on here or not? And he probably was like, yeah, because like if you think about it, Drake's verse on the Freestyle is long as fuck. Yeah, and it's probably why he had to do the that's facts. That's facts. Facts. Because, like, he had to extend it out because he lost probably a whole verse from Rod yeah, Wave. Yeah, that's valid. I'd really like to hear what it sounds like. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, <laughs> I'm not a huge <laughs> Rod Wave fan, but, like, y'all never, music. Yeah, you never for. know what's going to sound good with what until you listen to it. Valid. Like, there's so many I like, weird mashups. As much as I hate, like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, like, his music. I love some of his music, though. Some songs, like Tombstone, that, that Soulfly, Tombstone, Carrie. Exactly, yeah. That's hard. Um, like I said, he's young too. He's like 22, 21. Young man, boy. Um, also, Kanye had a biopic that's coming out in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, ne- Netflix bought it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Netflix that. purchased the rights for $31 million. Also, um, Kanye did release his new sample and he's going to get ahead and get with Nike again and release the original. Yeah, I've seen that. The first three. Yeah, and. Uh, so that documentary that is supposed to cover the last 20 years oh, yeah, of his life. Like, so that'll have, like, mm-hmm. it's going to go out through his presidential run. Oh, and that's when we stuff like Drake. So it's uh, it's going to be a bombshell. Uh, if Kanye's not signed off on this <coughs> or he's not, like, in on it, it makes me less intrigued as a fan. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, yeah, I was going to say the same Because I want him on, on this. I'm, I'm glad you said that before I did. Because I was going to say, bro, if he ain't... Because, like, the whole Takashi thing is cool because we don't really hear much about Takashi and behind the scenes, but it's like Takashi said he's about to do his own. I'm more intrigued to see what Takashi because I want to see what Takashi says about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah When it's yeah. your idea to yeah. go do it, that means, obviously, it's signed. different. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy who it's did him. the Takashi thing is the like one of the director on HBO or Stars. 
But he did a great job. He was just like, it's not Takashi. So, yeah. He was like, Takashi, I ended up watching the, the video. He was like, he, they were talking to people that was braiding his hair when he was like six. Mm-hmm. And like people who was ganging banging when he was like 14. That's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. But uh, what's next on? Next on, that's going to wrap it up for our sports or for our music and pop culture. So, we're yeah, run into sports real quick. We got a couple of things to talk about today, a couple bullet points, and then one of our bigger topics. Um, Aaron Donald, he got in trouble. Uh, there's a lawsuit being filed against him in the city of Pittsburgh, which that's where he went to college. At. He went to Pitt um, up there. He was back in town, I guess, uh, this last couple weeks. On April 11th, there was an incident between him and a dude at a club. Uh, from what the guy that's suing Aaron Donald said, his lawyer said, uh, the dude bumped into Aaron Donald in the club on accident. He said it was an inadvertent thing. They got into kind of an incident, a little scuffle, whatever, inside the club. Um, that uh, the club kicked both parties out. Said, you know, y'all, we're not with that shit. Get out of here. Leave if you're going to cause problems. Leave. Um, and then apparently, Aaron Donald confronted uh, uh, the guy outside of outside of the club, and then him and people from his his group and who Aaron Donald's with. Um, just beat the living shit out of this guy. Um, he he required 16 stitches above his right eye. He broke his orbital bone. He broke his nose. He had a mild. He had a severe concussion, and he broke slash sprained his arm as well. So there's some serious charges. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I fear, I fear no man. I fear God. Yeah. I fear my mom and dad sometimes. <laughs> I fear. <laughs> I fear nobody. I'm a God fearing man, but I would not like. I feel like fear is not even the point of this. Like I'm not stupid enough Common to look at her sense. fucking a lost NFL art, player and be I'm like, to tell my fucking no, 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 no. Common sense Whoa. is a lost art, bro. Not an NFL player. We are talking about arguably, but like, still, that's a physically imposing NFL player. That's yeah. You lived. look at this like this is a guy who can. Goes against knives. He's six. Yeah, yeah this man trades with knives. <laughs> this man bullies three hundred twenty pound left guards. <sighs> For fun. <laughs> this yeah, man cool. pancakes Quentin Nelson, not to diss, pancakes guys like this for a living. Yeah. For fun. <laughs> on Sunday, this man gets paid millions of dollars to chase after people on a football field. First of all, I don't think anybody stepped into a defensive lineman regardless. I'm definitely not stepping to Aaron Donald. So from, yeah, I don't, I don't, down. I don't 100% believe this whole story because, like I said, first of all, and I don't think that Aaron Donald need a crew to jump. Him. I don't think I don't think he Aaron is Donald the needs a crew fucking to jump crew. Him. Yeah, he's got two crews, and they're both his biceps. Like he doesn't need a crew to jump somebody. And two, like like I said, this guy gets paid millions of dollars to chase after people. We got he gets to hit, he gets to hit people on a football field. There's no reason for him to get mad and inadvertently yeah. swing on people. I mean, we gonna have to see. The incident was at 3 a.m. There could have been alcohol involved, obviously. There could have been some other stuff involved. I'm not completely discounting the story, but like I said, it just sounds a little the shit cap, bro. There's you something, there's something. Uh, give up the jig, my boy. Yeah. You're trying to get that bread and you need to get your head back. Well, I mean, hey, well, there's nothing else. We've seen the pictures. Somebody beat the shit out of this guy, regardless whether it's yeah, Aaron the Donald. damn ground. Like I fell said. Fell off the steps and shit. You don't get 16 stitches and You'd three be surprised. You boy, he's, he's, he's there, big dude. Yeah, weight cook his ass down. Yeah, uh, so that'll be interesting to see as it goes forward. What the case, what happens? Um, uh, the Cardinals signed uh, Pittsburgh's former running back James Conner to a one-year deal. Yep, seen uh, that. Stacking up their backfield with starting running backs bro, now. That team is different. Yeah. I'm trying to tell people, bro. James Conner. 
is not a superstar running back. Like, like he had so much potential, and especially like that first year he played with them. We were like, when he wow. was filling in for yeah. for Le'Veon, he needed to, he needed to get out of the pitch. He, he's a change of pace back. Yeah. You have to have a speed back next to James Conner yep. for him to truly hit his potential. Yep. The problem is, is they had Benny Snell behind him, who's another power back. Yeah, um, it's not gonna work. So, like I said, I don't think he's a superstar caliber running back. I think he's, he's, for years. he's a role player. He's a very talented role player, though. Yeah. He's a high-end role player to me. Like I said, I think him and Kenyon Drake are a very, very good one-two combo because they do a lot of different stuff. Yeah. I'm happy to see him leave Pittsburgh. And he got hands like a motherfucker, too. Yeah, because I don't – I mean, that's one less talented guy we have to worry about. The Baltimore has to worry about playing him twice a year. So, um happy to see him in, in, in Arizona. So, yeah, okay. Um, staying in the AFC North, the Browns landed Jadavian Clowney uh, one year. That edge rush deal. different. Here's the thing. It's not Washington. Knowing Valley. my, knowing Valley. our, knowing me and Shay's luck, this is going to be the one year that he's going to go for like 25 sacks in a crazy year. At the surface, I don't, this, the Browns adding Jadavian Clowney means absolutely nothing to me. The you know defense what, is more complete, you know, though. It, you does, know what, if you lose, know it does if we lose Orlando. You know what, you know what Jadavian Clowney did last year? Yeah, 19 tackles, zero sacks. I'm telling Maybe you, bro. Like injury, though. He was banged up a little bit. And then they, they he was also last. Season from, from we lose Orlando. Like, and most of his protectivity came from when he was playing in Tennessee, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would lose Orlando. I just... We're going to. That's inevitable in the offseason. It's supposed so to happen. I'm scared to look at it because I... I am a little bit. I don't cap. It just makes their defense more complete because then they got John Jones at safety now. And then they got all their uh, fucking corners back. They're going to be a... Well-rounded team. Still and a healthy OBJ. Uh, they're still Come the second-best team in the AFC North. I don't care what anybody got to say Oh, yeah, for sure. So, um, don't know. My take on Cleveland is regardless, as a Baltimore Ravens fan, my take on Cleveland is regardless how good they are, I don't still care. No they could sign Tom Brady tomorrow. They are still the little brother yeah. to this end of the Keep playing with Miles Garrett. You're going to beat your ass with that helmet. That's fine. They're going they to be 15. They're going to be 15. And guess two what? Mason Rudolph still said the N-word. Oh, so. God. <laughs> they're going to be 15 and 2 at the end of the year. We know who to so who really won. So, um, this is valid. Uh, Julian Edelman officially retired. Uh, kind of sad news, especially being the Patriots fan sitting next to me. Um, great receiver. Um the big question, the big debate this week has been: Is he a Hall of Fame? Is he a Hall of Famer? For sure, without a doubt, he did something spectacular for for the Patriots franchise in general. But I think, for a football standpoint, he didn't get enough recognition for what he did um, now I as, a, as, a, as a receiver, um, as a punt returnman, as a kick returnman. Like just the tenacity, the toughness, the mental toughness going through being a undrafted, like just, just his whole journey is just something that you literally hear about playing high school football, literally. So he's hundred percent a Patriots legend. I think he's probably the best receiver in Patriots history. When you look at oh yeah their oh. time as a Patriot. Yeah. Their time as a Patriot. Yeah. Who's a better who's a better receiver for the Patriots? Well, time? Moss. He no. played there two years. I'm talking about <laughs> that's like that's yeah. that's like what the fuck? We're talking about the greatest Lakers of all time. LeBron's not a one of the greatest Lakers of all time. He's one of the greatest players to put on a Lakers jersey. So Randy Moss is one of the greatest players to put on a Patriots jersey. He's not one of the greatest Patriots. Yeah, of all for time. sure. Um, I don't think Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer. At first, I thought he was. I was like, oh yeah, hundred percent. And then I sit here and I'm thinking, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm just like. I don't know. And Chad, and, and like, Chad Ojo-Cinco's not even in there. I would not be yeah, surprised. I, I would not be surprised Ugh. to see him go in the future. Here's the thing. And it's really weird. There's only 29 wide receivers that are in the NFL Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. Only 29. Um, 
You have guys like Chad Ochocinco that are sitting on the outside. Mm-hmm. Heinz Ward is sitting on the outside. Mm-hmm. It took T.O. two or three years to get in. He just got in 2018. Well, people don't fuck with T.O. because he got a big mouth. That's yeah. what it is. Same thing with Chad Ochocinco. Yeah, um, sweet feet. You know what I'm saying? The issue with Julian Edelman is that the numbers just aren't there. He's a Super Bowl champ, multiple-time Super Bowl champ. Tyreek Hill has 17 more touchdowns, and he's only played five years in the league. Chad Ochocinco has twice as many receivers. Twice as many receiving yards as Julian Edelman does. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in in the long run. I just don't see it. I definitely don't see it when there's guys like Torrey Holt sitting on the outside. Yeah, I just don't see him getting there's in. The, there. Well, are, I don't think he... There are better receivers that are sitting on the outside of the Hall of Fame than Julian Edelman. That's right. That's, when you're talking about individually, statistically, Torrey Holt was part of the greatest show on field, on, on turf. <laughs> this know? is true. So... And he was the number one receiver in that set, too, with Isaac Bruce being the two. That's so um, so I don't think he is. I wouldn't be surprised if he is. I don't. I, I think he probably will be, honestly. I think that they'll put him in there. But like I said, with Chad Ochocinco, Torrey Holt, and, and Heinz Ward sitting on the outside, I don't know if I could put Julian Edelman in there. That's the thing. So I feel it. I feel it. Uh, last thing. Something interesting that I want to talk about because I feel like not a lot of people know about it. Um, kind of like the long-term effects of COVID in sports. Uh, Jason Tatum came out recently, said he has had to start using an inhaler as of late. Um, he says he can't get through a game without one. He has to take it before, during, and after the game uh, because COVID is having long-lasting effects on him. Like it, it, it grabs your lungs and it messes with the biology of your body so much that there is a chance that Jason Tatum has to use an inhaler for the rest of his life because of COVID. So um, I just kind of wanted to get like your guys' thoughts on like – because you remember, like, a lot of people were upset when we didn't have sports. It's like Mr. Solis. When they came to March like, Madness. People think the thing's over. It's just. We're, we're, not I mean, far away from I wouldn't it, say we're getting started still, but, like, it's definitely nowhere near from over. Yeah, it's not even over. I'm going to keep it a butt with you, bro. First of all, thank you, Jason Tatum, for what you've already brought to basketball. You, like, you have a, a He's got the crazy mind. ass tenure. Yeah. Literally. He does. Like, uh, like, you're literally my favorite player in the NBA now. Kobe didn't. Passed away, God forbid. What about Kyrie? Hold no. on, no. Kyrie still. Jason there. Tatum is my favorite player Ooh. in the NBA. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kyrie's up there, but Jason Tatum is I love to it. come. Like, I'm sorry. He's different. He's going to change the game. I love and it. saying that, with all your uh, adversity you've been having with this uh, post-COVID-ism, I've been reading on it, and I've been doing a little bit more research. I'm glad you brought this up. I really genuinely think that if they continue to do the, what they're doing to prevent it to happen again and to keep working them out, it'll be something that he will grow out of. Yeah. Because a lot of I'm times when people, yeah, I mean, yeah, God willing, but uh, a lot of people don't understand. Like, I mean, I had asthma as a kid. I had the same issue. It was allergy induced. It was some not, not necessarily as severe as COVID, but as you train your body and you get your immune system back up, which he's already doing, it's something that I think will, Hopefully not last that much yeah. longer. Yeah. Um, all I can do is just pray for him to be. But ready. that's yeah, that's the thing that like for everyone that was super upset when March Madness got canceled and everybody that's upset they can't go to live sporting yeah. events. These are the things you need to realize. Like this disease is not a joke. I know there is a majority of our generation that think it's a joke now, and there's a slight you know piece of it that have thought it was a joke since the start. So. This thing has long-lasting effects on you. If it catches you the wrong way and it catches you in the wrong part of your body, this thing can really affect you for years to come. Just continue to, to be safe. 
take the, the health precautions and just yeah. just do what you got to do, bro. Yeah, At man. the end of the day, ain't no Stay reason healthy. to fucking fight and arguing and bitching about it. Just get it done. Put your fucking mask over your nose, you dickhead. Take just, the vaccine. Put your mask on Simple. and live your life, man. Simple. Wise words from Samari. Um, that was your inspirational vitamin of the day. Yeah. With that being said, the show is over. Episode 10 to close, going on to episode 11. That was Samari Sanchez, Owen Burke, Ashe Sanchez here. And uh, see you later, you bitch. <laughs>